This is the Atomic Shoreman Sweat Lodge. If there's a OSHA regulation, he's gonna get raped in a van down by the river. He's violating it. That's right. The man they call Windigo. You guys are unironically making me want to fucking hang myself. Her milk curs bring the boys to the yard. This potion. A lot of, like, hallucinogenic herbs. She has dank memes and weed. And I can grab the link if you guys want it. But she can aid your spiritual realm needs. Flying off the handle. Yeah, using the broom and getting a better grip on your broomstick. She's brandy. How many coincidences before it's mathematically impossible? Or what the fuck was Stanley Kubrick trying to do? And then he did eyes wide shut and then he fucking died. He's the resident sound hound. Guys, don't be like me. Don't get into cars with strangers. The audio wizard in the acoustic blizzard. Damn. Fixed in post editing, bitches. Give it up for Van Rollington. Have you ever seen a prolapsed anus before? <laughs> the graphics guru of digital visuals. Oh, they glow. He puts the Aspen aesthetics. The memes that they're generating is pure comedy gold. The tribal chief himself. And if you look at the board of directors, you'll realize they are all members of the enemy tribe. Klaus Newhouse. I just went in, shook the boss's hand, and he gave me the job. Special guests. He hails from the UK. Come on, man, Garen. Score some fucking goals. In service to the Imperium. Abandon reason. When he's not putting down a revolt. Yeah, baby! <laughs> he's researching the occult. Right. Oh, the, the, the royal family are all into it, mate. Oh my god, yes, and I've named them. He's Chaplain Tom. Salute! Salute your empire, your queen, your countrymen! You're still congressmen! You are still the cream of the crop of this godforsaken earth! God save the queen! This Jersey devil is not from the shore. I've seen drunk people before, but that was like bipolar. I've never seen that before. That's a, I think that's a problem. He knows programming tricks and can sculpt large dicks. Thick chubby whale cock. He also makes some sick licks. <laughs> He's DJ Coffin's knees. be known out November. But White Boy Summer lives on. Welcome to the Atomic Shoreman Sweat Lodge. How about that intro? I think Van really outdid himself this time. Yeah, was... <laughs> it's pretty funny. I laugh every time. Wow. I was working like four in the wow. morning. That's my best. So time. on with current events. Uh, so Joe Biden was in the news recently and he referred to Satchel Paige as a great Negro. Um, then we had a bunch of people and fact-checkers trying to say he didn't really say that or why using the term Negro is good again. Oh, God. I mean, it was always fine for him, wasn't it? Return to tradition. <laughs> I, didn't know it was a, I didn't know it was an offensive word. I thought that was like the official, <laughs> hey, you know, this is what's written on the, the older uh, birth certificate. So I figured it was perfectly legal to say. Based? <laughs> I, I just think he's stuck well, in the past. 
it's ever changing. So really you have to like check every day. There should be like a daily website of whether or not things are still legal today because, you know, maybe yesterday they're fine. Today they're not allowed. Tomorrow they're, they're cool again. Like a daily thing, a daily update. I mean, he is like literally senile, so he has some defense. Oh, yeah. Or he's a great actor. Let's go, Brandon. Drugged puppet. So the home of Project Veritas, James O'Keefe was reportedly raided by the FBI following two other search warrants executed on the people connected to the company or over allegedly stolen diary of Joe Biden's daughter, Ashley. The New York home of Project Veritas founder and CEO James O'Keefe was raided Saturday the New York Times, which broke the original story reported. The FBI confirmed at the outlet that they performed law enforcement activity at the building containing O'Keefe's apartment in Mamoronek, New York. I don't know if I said that right, but refused to discuss details of the apparent raid. So the search, which reportedly lasted several hours, came after two former current Project Veritas employees' homes were searched by law enforcement on Friday. O'Keefe confirmed in a Friday video message that Project Veritas was under investigation, though he insists that none of it, if his employees did anything wrong. And O'Keefe said that the organization had contacted the Justice Department as well as a lawyer into possession of the diary after it was allegedly abandoned by Ashley Biding in a hotel room. So I don't know. Was that a setup? You know, did they want it to be found? I mean, um, it, it, that's hard to tell, dude. Because who knows, was she on drugs and she left it? Or was it left there on purpose? He wanted it to be found. I don't think so, so the FBI took the materials of current former Veritas generals, and despite the fact that our legal team previously contacted the Department of Justice and voluntarily conveyed unassailable facts, demonstrates that Project Veritas' lack of involvement in criminal activity and or criminal intent, O'Keefe said. Conservative journalists also accused the FBI of trying to silence him by asking him to refrain from disclosing the existence of the subpoena to a third party. This is actually really good that this happened. It actually is really good, even though it's a terrible thing and mishandled and illegal. It's actually really fucking good because it has pissed off so many people that this was able to happen. Oh, yeah. Wildly speaking out like Tim Pool. I was like almost in love with him. I was like, oh, my fucking God, (laughs) dude. And he's just been like, whatever. And he says good shit sometimes. And he's whatever. But he yeah, went he was on, really like, pissed off. Like he, he like, and people are listening and his audience is growing and he has people that are older. He has people that are younger. And this is a good thing. I am on a crusade to take down the fucking media, like for real. <laughs> and, and so like the whole thing with the, this thing was, well, it validates like the alleged, you know, what was supposedly in it. So like the FBI rating to, to take a hold of it probably validates like, yeah, these, these supposed, uh, Story yeah. of uh, Joe Biden taking inappropriate shatters with his daughters now sounds more legit, you know, now that they confiscated yeah. it. Well, if those leaks yeah. for, from Forkan were legit, too, there's a lot of there was a lot of text messages between that daughter and Hunter. It's very fucking weird, wacky, inappropriate, sexual, drug use shit between them. And one would say if those are in text, what would be in a diary? How keeps the diary these days? Oh, God. Maybe it's part of her like it, like, therapy. She's got to write down shit that traumatizes her. Wow. Yeah, that's like, that might be the case, yeah. I mean, that could yeah. easily be a legit case, and it's actually a really good thing. People should be writing, but just most people aren't anymore. Not in a diary that can be stolen. Maybe a laptop, sure, but not in like a paper diary. 
So speaking of George Floyd, there is a George Floyd book of 50 breathtaking creepy pasta stories, and it's only volume <laughs> one, and Wendigo has oh, a no. list of the reviews. Could you care to share them with us? Yeah, so I think my favorite's probably the, the top one, which is five, five out of five stars, utterly breathtaking. <laughs> um, it's the most horrifying wow. book I've ever read. Uh, wait, wait, tells... wait, think about that. Utterly breathtaking. So yeah. Still can't breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, all this time, still unable to breathe. Hundred percent. He can talk, can't breathe. Uh, <laughs> the most horrifying book I've ever read. Each story tells a mesmerizing and terrifying tale, each unique in plot. This the book is so scary. I struggled to breathe throughout most of the reading. I had to take some fentanyl just to calm my nerves. <laughs> I finished this extremely scary book. Ten out of ten. Would recommend. Um, is that a review? Yeah, these are reviews yeah, on Amazon review. that you can read. The, okay, here's another There's one. There's a lot the of shit in that. There's a lot of shit. Five in out of five. The author does an excellent job making the reader appreciate the little things that we so often take for granted, like the air we breathe. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on. Oh. Where's the? Uh, where's this? This last? is insane. <laughs> yeah, this is a real thing. Okay, here's another five star. Like review. a ten dollar book, so. Yeah, here's the I mean, review. Shill it, but like, hey, it's ten bucks. You yeah, know? It's yeah, not yeah. gonna cost that. You should much. totally buy it. I just got a lung transplant and had some weird growth occur afterwards, but this wonderful book cured me of my illness. This truly is the medicine of laughter. <laughs> um, God, where the fuck is it? This there is was... some bullshit book that was put out. <laughs> Different well, like, people. Probably millionaire by now. This is a. This is. This, this is brilliant book. marketing. We should yeah. take notes. Yeah, this is this is right. how you market something. Do you, I mean, like imagine imagine if had like nothing to do with him. Yeah, and there's still just it could be like it could be like you know four hundred and something blank pages. You know, it's actually pretty easy to publish a book now with Amazon. <laughs> they might have taken down one of the one of the reviews I wanted to read, which is sad. Um, it's such a beautiful read. I cried my eyes out. It was sad and beautiful. Recipes George will be missed. Ten out, eleven out of ten. IGN. Um, and there was there was only one like uh, negative review I found, which is one star, distasteful, offensive, also not funny. No, 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 no. That was racist. Yeah. Oh, yo, believe me, this is like a buzzword stew right here. Yeah. This book is offensive, shocking, racist, and most importantly, unfunny as hell. There's no humor or jokes other than black people bad, racism funny, slurs funny, etc. If you're 12 years old or under, maybe you'll find some enjoyment. If you're an adult, you'll not find much here. That's hustling, baby. Like, I guess real man-child hours, because it's fucking hilarious. It's almost interesting. It's I almost like, it, I don't know, there, there, there's something very interesting about this, because it's it's almost like kind of shocking that it was even a, published with the sensitivity going on right now. Like, you're not allowed to be even having this mindset right now. Yeah. Like, it's weird. The whole thing All is right. weird. Let me end it with one more positive one, just to just to get that uh, that crying shitlib uh, out of my out of my mouth here. I don't want to I don't want to think about that. Um, another five star, so scary it'll make you fall to your knees. It left me like promised, breathless. My siblings just heard me read the book and complain about their nightmares. Do not, and I repeat, do not buy this book if you ever want to sleep again. No thanks. 
So uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial has been a shit show and spawned some dank memes. The judge is already receiving death threats. And this weekend, before the closing argument started, so the nephew of George Floyd was seen on Twitter talk about trying to dox members of the jury and bring about justice. Uh, the National Guard has been called in to deter riots. And if they were called in during the last riots, Kyle wouldn't be in this position to begin with. Uh, but I don't think the yeah. jury has reached a verdict yet. There's two that are afraid to say what they believe the verdict is. So they feel like their family and you know stuff like that's in danger. So. Don't, don't they have an obligation to like excuse themselves if that's the point, if that's the position they've come they to, that they're obligation to, ex- to deliberate? Yeah, yeah that's just, how that works. Yeah, yeah they should yeah, excuse themselves. They should say I, we I are... Don't think- I don't think Kyle's going to get off scot-free, you know, because even if he did, I think he'd get, they'd go after him in civil court and just sue the fuck out of him. So I, I think uh, this might be just a big troche trial. Mm, and I, I, I don't know, man. I think Everything... he might get murdered, man, because like, uh, they were saying that his defense is just, like, like you know, doing horrible now instead of, like, started off with... They said they're, no, like, the, their closing arguments were good. It was today they did some other shit, and that was kind of bad, but I don't know. Even with, like, how bad they did, like, the prosecution had no, literally no case, and they lied and released... A, a they gave the defense yeah. a different video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, and, the other day, I couldn't believe, like, uh, he was aiming the gun out at the uh, jurors with this finger on the trigger. You, you know, even though the across like, sure there's um, no bullets like in there. Right. Yeah, it almost comes across like the prosecution purposely flopped at the end there, like, did that bit with the whole video just so that they could lose the case and have everyone riot. Now, here's the thing about that image. Google has been digitally erasing his finger from the trigger. So they're they're already rewriting history. Yeah, that's, a, that's the funniest part to me. Stuff happen in lifetime more, more and more. That that's the funniest part to me was that part where he's like talking about how you need to be like respectful of guns, and then he like shows no trigger discipline whatsoever. It's a show, dude. Yeah. So, um... did, did he not learn anything from Rust? Did he not learn anything from Alec Baldwin? Why <laughs> you got your finger in the trigger? What the fuck? Yeah, no, the judge should have really scolded him at that point. Don't get brazen with me. So, uh, Gavin Newsom has been missing in action and allegedly has Bell's palsy. Gavin Newsom was last seen October 27th getting his booster shot, you know, so did the actual get the clot shot instead of the saline solution that the elite get on TV? There was a recent casting call for an actor that looks like Gavin, and the body double is supposedly already in use. The Woke Navy names the ship after an accused pedophile, Harvey Milk. The ship was christened by a veteran who identifies as transgender. Milk was dishonorably discharged from the U.S. Navy for being a homosexual in 1955. Milk committed statutory rape against multiple underage boys, according to a profile by Milk biographer Matt Barber of Liberty Council. One of Milk's victims was a 16-year-old runaway from Maryland named Jack Galen McKinley at the time of the alleged relationship. Milk was 33. I haven't seen that and, movie, uh, but do they talk about that in that movie? I didn't I know there was a movie about it, but... Well, it's Sean Penn, dude. Yeah, it's Sean Penn. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yep, it it's actually a pretty good movie, I guess. But I find it very interesting that he was uh, kicked out of the navy for being gay, but not for banging young underage people. Whatever. 
So um, there was a concert this weekend where a girl performing on stage peed on the face of one of the members of the audience. And it kind of reminded me of almost a podcast drinking game where everybody uh, does a shot each time Lane has to pee. Hey, it's oh. a good game. Oh, no. It reminded me of Gigi Allen shit, but that's me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're getting towards the end of uh, current events and... Speaking of concerts, there was one in Houston called Astro World, and uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about it, Brandy? I heard it was a real travesty of what went on. <laughs> nice play on words. Yeah, I don't know. I think we should just probably start calling it Operation Astro World. Does anybody even think that this was an accident? Like uh, any of us? Do you guys even still think this was any fucking kind of accident? Yeah. Oh no! It, it, it seemed like some oh. crazy sacrifice going on. Yeah, it was definitely not a fucking accident. That's for sure. So, yeah. I mean, have you seen the eye symbology? The eyes, the hands, and the, everything. At all. I've seen it all. And as a matter of fact, like before people even started, um, or I started seeing a lot of stuff where people started calling it, um, you know, satanic or devil worship in, in imagery. The first thing I noticed off the bat was that it looked like he was performing in a crystal ball. So these, like, this stage, you know, it kind of, the, the stage itself is pretty phenomenal. Like, they ha- that has to be, like, a million-dollar stage alone. It has to be. Um, it's just, there's too much stuff going on. There's too much symbolism. There's too much um, synchronicities. The guy that got off the stage before him tells the crowd, try not to die. Um, there was a, a moment where they, they're picking up a, a black woman from the floor and firm above the, the crowds. Uh, and Travis was just looking at the, the woman singing, humming. Like, Is that the one like where he's like staring at her like all weird? Or like very much yeah, like- looking right at the person just as if it, it, it's a daughter or something. It's, it's that, was that point he was on that platform good. like roboting? Yeah. Yes. And then it was yes. just like give no fucks and everybody was like complaining about how it's- they couldn't breathe. And yeah. the, the TikTok started removing videos of the shit claiming it's not because the violence is just something about copywriting that weren't supposed to like broadcast the concert or something like that. They said that they didn't want people pushing the conspiracy theory narrative. So once again, did it dispute, what's up? Did, did it dispute facts of COVID? Um, no, it didn't well, do that. You no, know, people started questioning whether or not the, the reaction from the crowd and some of these deaths and cardiac arrests and strokes and seizures and everything else that fucking happened. If it was a, I mean, it's all over the board with what people are thinking. Um, was it a reaction to the frequency of the music? Were they throwing gas from the stage? There was, yeah, so I saw like a scene where there was gas coming out of something, and I was kind of wondering if they were releasing halon since that I displaces think it's oxygen not and it's heavier than air. Oh God. So like, you know, you know he could be I above them performing while they're suffocating, you know, and it doesn't affect him. I think it was everything. I think that it, there was a lot of different angles that were being thrown at this crowd because I think that it was definitely some kind of mass ritual sacrifice. It was set up to be that way. I would actually love to do like almost a, a bigger, longer thing dedicated to this because the connections are fucking insane and you have to take the time to like take people down the path, you know? Um, but there's, it's, there's too many connections and I think that they just threw it all out there. Like for instance, we started even just going, okay, who put this show on? 
So we go back and, you know, with the help of some of my, my people, my trusted people, we, we go, okay, well, who fucking threw this show? And we find the little list of about like the four people that were predominantly responsible for, you know, putting on the show. Um, not just Live Nation, not just Travis Scott, not just quote unquote Astro World, but the, I, I don't know how to word this right now. But anyways, one of the main guys, his name is Peter Attenberg um, or something. It's in my screenshots. And before he did this concert promotion thing or whatever the fuck it, it his very, very high ranking position is in this chain of putting this show on there. Before that, he had gone to Harvard and he went from Harvard to the U.S. military for special ops data. Uh, just quickly to Oh, he was over there. He was the guy that was at Quantico, right? Yeah, I and then come to find out this motherfucker is also also a California congressman. It's just kind of weird. I'd I'd like to <laughs> to mention Harvard has a cult called the Skull and Bones, which are like lower level Freemason. Yeah, of course. Of course there's a lot there's just too many things. Like you start going through like the, like you just really start feeling like Charlie from always studying in Philadelphia when he's on going crazy with the board and the lines. But that is literally almost when you do that in your mind and it just comes together and it crisscrosses and goes back. Like um, it, the people that are involved in the sinisterness of it and the symbolism, there's just so much shit, too much shit. And there's been some security, security guards that were, you know, interviewed. It's like, okay, so somebody's going around. There's all this shit going on. There's too many people at the concert that weren't supposed to be there. There was only supposed to be 50,000. There was like 70,000. 20,000 people were there ready to like storm the gates. Hmm. Okay. So then, you know, you have this Travis Scott thing. And then people are saying that the second he goes on stage, they feel like almost immediately like they cannot breathe. And sure, there is some crowd surge and there is all this stuff going on. But people are saying it was like the second he came on stage, you couldn't breathe. The air changed. You couldn't breathe. They, there's so many people saying this. Um, there's people account there. Somebody's going around in the crowd, which I don't know how they're going around in the crowd. So this can't be a somebody. It would have to be somebody's going around the crowd, pricking people in the neck. And there's all these people that have oh, I felt like I got stabbed in the neck with something. And then upon investigating, they have a little pinprick that looks like an injection site, including a bunch of the security. Somebody goes around and takes the security out first. That, I, I don't know. Um, but it, it's one thing to have a madman running around a crowd. There's another thing that you have a crowd that you cannot fucking run in. So this has to be multiple people that are doing this. Yeah, because one guy can't move around that quickly, you know, that no, environment. It all quick, like at the beginning. So the security's taken out. The fucking people can't breathe. They're getting, like, pushed up this crowd surge. So then there's also this, they, they have this operation manual, okay, um, for the security and the people putting on the show, for the producers of it, um, these manual, the follow things. Now, there's only been one other Astro World, just one. It was in 2019. We didn't have one in 2020 because of COVID. So the only other Astro World there is in 2019. They did have 
a lot of injuries at that one and some were pretty severe and it was all due to crowd search. It was, you know, just the crowd getting a little bit wild, pressing up. I think the majority of the injuries are due to crowd surge. Okay. So for the 2021 Astro World, they have this manual that they give out. It's some 57 pages or 60 pages, something, however many pages of this fucking manual book that goes over all these different scenarios of what could happen. They have a plan for if there's an active shooter, they have a plan for if a fucking bomb starts dropping, they have a plan for like a terrorist thing. They have a plan. They have all these different plans for what to do in case these emergency situations start happening, right? They have no plan whatsoever at all. No protocol for the one fucking thing that caused all the, the injuries in the last Astro World, and that's crowd surge. They have no crowd control plan. They have no crowd surge plan. Nothing. And you're all, oh, that's fucking weird. Not only that, do they write in this manual that they, you know, go over that anybody, like they're expecting a mass death at this show. Oh, it's all in there. It mentions it in case of a mass death event, in case of an event of mass death. This is in there. They are told to go on the radio and refer to any bodies being taken out of the crowd as Smurfs. Okay. So they already have a name for what they're going to call all these bodies that they're expecting, but got no plan for crowd search. Um, they got this plan the of what smurf. to call them. Huh? The, the word smurf normally means someone's been smurfed, someone's been killed really easily. So slaughter, sheep. Sure, but it also, I mean, very simplistically, what is mo- what are most people going to refer to as smurf as? A little fucking blue man mm-hmm. trying to yeah, escape the Right. And, you know, the premise of the cartoon. And then, you know, that's the other thing, too, is people were saying that the people were turning blue. Their lips were blue. Their faces were turning blue. Like, like pretty much the oxygen was being sucked out of them. And they're looking around. They're becoming, they're becoming a Twitter verified. Right. And <laughs> those the followers have been told to be referred to as Smurfs before anything happens. Like, like that was already the a predictive associated association of a word that they thought would fit for a mass death, but not from a crowd search, which would be the most likely thing to happen based on other things that have happened at Travis Scott shows. But crowd search wasn't their concern for this astro world. I wonder who Um, was Gargamel if they had a bunch of Smurfs there. Well, Gargamel (laughs) would be the wizard, right? Yes. Because in the cartoon, I think he wanted to capture the Smurfs so he could turn them into gold or some shit like that. He wanted the Smurfs because he wanted their magic. Oh, I thought he was trying to turn them to gold. He's an an African warlord trying to crack their heads open and get the gold out. (laughs) I I, I used to say that they're trying to soul drain. What's that? They're trying to like drain souls or energy. That's what I think. Something like that. Um... Because yeah, it was like symbolism of a portal opening. Symbolism of a portal, um, just all kinds of shit. And then you got these like part of the project. Oh, okay, so the, the stage, you got aerial shots of the stage now. The stage itself looks like an inverted cross going toward this portal to hell on the stage. See you on the other side. The, the stage kind of changes what it looks like throughout the show. Um Like I said, it kind of dances back and forth. Like the part where it shows the the hands going over it, 
it looks to me like it would be what hands would look like if they were on a crystal ball. And then it looks like the portal, the, the stage thing on, the thing on the stage that's supposed to look like resemble a portal. It looks like in those moments, it turns into more looking like a crystal ball where Travis Scott would be performing inside the crystal ball. Um, and then, you know, it kind of switches up and looks all fiery and like portals. And shit. They also have all those little weird fucking eyes up there. Okay. Um, to me, I think that's the watchers and they're watching. And I think that this also connects back to those death bedding pools that we were talking about with the picked in pig farm. Can I quickly mention, um, with the occult and stuff, there are uh, a faction, I believe, in sorcery and sorcerers. So the Middle East uh, leaders, they have uh, basically these white glowing balls, uh, should be glass, but they believe in that stuff. Um, so yeah, elite occult stuff. For sure. For sure. Occult stuff, for sure. And just like anything, things can be used for good or they could be used for bad. It just depends. You know, it depends on what your intent is or what you're trying to achieve, whatever. But I think that these eyes are a little bit more nefarious then they look creepy easy enough they look creepy as fuck they do um but there's something there's something else because they were also live streaming this concert it was a huge fucking deal and that's quote like one of the reasons for not stopping the show is because it was being live streamed you know they already collect everybody's money and they can't you know if this proves to be a failure then it could potentially risk future future projects you know so keep it going. The show must go on. If they're casting, if they're casting some kind of something through the music, then you don't want to interrupt that. You know what I mean? Oh, you got to keep the ritual going until it's complete. It, exactly. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Like it, you can't just stop in the middle because you're going to break the trance. Um, but and they don't stop the show at all. They know people are dying. They know people are hurt. They, there's not, it's not very often that an ambulance has to drive into the fucking crowd. Yeah, I saw a video of people dancing on top of the ambulance. He instructed them to do that. Oh, God. So even if those people got into the, like, okay, first of all, the EMTs couldn't get to the people. So they're driving the ambulance closer to the people so that they can get to them easier and have more equipment. Then they still got to fight the crowd to get to the people. Then they get to the people, they get to the people, they get them into the ambulance. And now what? The ambulance can't fucking drive away if there's people on it. Like, there's literally no stopping this. None. Like, it was just... I find that um, comment about dancing on the ambulance interesting because I was thinking, what if... It's it's like a double initiation. So it's not just initiation for Travis Scott. Like people were ready to go to this this thing. Like there were VIPs and um, crowds waiting. So what if some I mean, of the crowd are actually part of this initiation as well? Like a very low tier soldier, you, whatever. You, right, because I think that this is a big fucking collaboration of a lot of different things all happening at once, um, all with this nefarious agenda. But I also. I want some of my sound people that I know, I want them to tear this music apart because I want to see, are there fucking subliminal messages in it? Because right off the bat, his fan base doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. His, his music is so shitty. It's so bad. 
And it's not even that it's not my genre. I don't see that video. It's so fucking bad. Like, it doesn't make any sense that he draws a fan base like that without people being under some kind of fucking spell to think it's better than it is. Um, it's bad. It's terrible. That spell's called fentanyl. Huh? But I said I would call that spell fentanyl, but that's just but me. Little kids aren't on fentanyl. I mean, their you know parents I mean? must be if they're letting them go to that shit. Little kids are also just like I mean, American IQs drop by like twenty points. So I mean, those kids that are going to those sort of things are probably really fucking dumb. I don't know, man. It, he's and that's a thing that people are saying. Like when people are all. The, the general consensus that any logical person would say would be like, why would a parent take their kids to that? You know, people, and, and I don't have any idea who this fucking person is until that, which is also really weird because I know a lot of shit about entertainers in Hollywood, like a lot more than I fucking even need to know. And even if I don't like somebody, I always know who they are. For some reason, I don't have any fucking clue who this person is. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how do I not know somebody that's drawing crowds like this? Like yeah, that doesn't so make any I didn't know who the guy was either because I remember there was like some kind of challenge of people going to McDonald's asking for a Travis Scott meal and feeling themselves getting thrown out. So I didn't know what the whole deal well, with that was too. This was the, and that's what people are saying. If you are questioning why people have taken their kids here, you need to wake the fuck up because he is marketing directly to children. Directly. Fortnite, which I don't play video games either. Fortnite put a whole Travis Scott world in it. Fortnite put like a Travis Scott fucking Astro World concert in there last year where we were all on quarantine. Um, McDonald's has the very first ever collaboration with Travis Scott, it, or celebrity celebrity collaboration, and it's with Travis Scott, some thug fucking shitty ass fucking rapper that can't even rap and like literally like depends on auto tune. Like this doesn't make any sense at all. Like there's been so many phenomenal artists. How the fuck is McDonald's going to collab with Astro World? I mean, not Astro World, Travis Scott. He's pretty much a piece of shit. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Some um, of the other stuff I agree with. I just think it, part of it is like Americans are just that dumb and they want you to be dumber. So you so feel like we're, we're doing the whole you. idiocracy thing. Like, we're, Yeah, like they're just trying to get you to consume dumber and dumber shit and do dumber and dumber shit. Like, that's... Because, right. like, it's, then, a, it's a self-propelling like, sort of thing. Like, you can make people worse. Like, you can make people more dysgenic. Like, diet affects IQ. Like, your diet directly affects the IQ Absolutely. of your children. Absolutely. Et cetera, um, et cetera. I, so. But, you know, all these decisions are made by bigger people. So, like, you know, somebody comes up with the idea. Somebody presents the idea. A committee come together, and they decide on the idea. Somebody has to market the idea, blah, blah, blah. It all has to get approved. Yeah, the shareholders <laughs> have to agree on it, like with a big company. Right, right. And so it's like, you know, I just think back like things like um, like Dogma, for instance, like the Kevin Smith movie, Dogma. And he's like, don't fucking worship false idols. And they like literally go through how dangerous this is going to be. This is going to become. And I know that's just a movie, but really the message is clear. Um, another stupid, silly movie, Josie and the Pussycats. Like they made that a movie and it's very... Yeah, it's just a documentary. Is what it is. Yeah, wasn't the thing is, I don't think, I don't think like Kitty, the cosmopolitan. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. 
Yeah, because I was like, I'll say, wasn't it a documentary what happened with the band Kitty? Because once they got big, they kicked out the black girl from the group and replaced her with someone else. Because no, didn't that happen in the movie? Docu- no, no, no. Jesse and the Pot, Jesse and the Pussycats is literally because that was a spinoff like thing from Scooby Doo. The Jesse and the Pussycats were in Scooby Doo. It was like friends of Scooby Doo, and they would be on like episodes, and they eventually kind of had their own cartoon like back in the early eighties, maybe even seventies, maybe, but early eighties. I I remember this shit like perfectly. I was talking They're about the live like, action movie. Yes, but it's not about Kitty. It's literally about Josie and the Pussycats. But yes, they, they don't kick her out. They, the singer, which is Rachel Lee Cook, they're giving, they're, they're fucking with them. They're manipulating them. They're having them listen to music with headphones on, and the music is full of subliminal messages. It's full of it. So Rachel Lee Cook, who's the singer of Josie and the Pussycats, she ends up fucking getting like kind of a big head because the, everything that they're having her listen to is pretty much like, you're the star, Josie. It's all about you. Everybody's here to see you. They don't care about them. You're better. You're the talent. You're this. You're this. You're this. And then they're also projecting that on the masses. Like whatever they want you to think is the cool thing, it's in the music. So people will be playing like a song over the loudspeaker or whatever. We'll say Tower Records. I forget what it's called in the movie. And people are just shopping and then they're like, oh my God, orange is the new pink. I'm going to go get orange. I'm going to go get orange. Like they're just fucking dumb. They're just yeah. whatever is suggested to them. They well, like, a perfect example of this is like, right. So there's like German classical music who plays it the best now. Japanese people. Cause Germans don't have the self-respect or ability to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that's the reality. Yeah. yeah there's, a, there's a Japanese yodeler. You're right. I just think that there might easily be something in that music there. And really, if, if your brain is very susceptible to these messages because you're not enlightened at all and you're listening to shit and you're letting your kids listen to it as their brains are developing and let's just say there's something in it that's worship Travis Scott, worship Travis Scott. Travis Scott is amazing. Travis Scott loves you. Everything is Travis Scott. Travis Scott world, Astro world. This is the place to be. Blah, 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 blah. Like it's too much. You know what I mean? It's too much. You can't combat it. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's, like the, t- like the TV, the TV, off. the media, they exist for a reason. It's like you don't get to control. So more avenues now. Yeah, you don't get to control like what your kids listen to. You don't get to control like the atmosphere or what people learn anymore. But right, that's that one's really sad. The, the learning institutions, but technically, we can control what our kids listen to. We can, but if it's everywhere and you are unaware. It's in the music, if it's in the TV programs, it's in the cartoons, it's in the fucking video games. Like, unless you're a crazy helicopter parent, like, you... The thing is, is, like, the the other children that people, like, and I shouldn't say children, a lot of this is, like, teenagers, right? But, like, the stuff, like, that the other teens interact with seeps through no matter, like, what you're doing as a parent. Yeah, absolutely. And then younger kids are always going to look up to whatever the older kids think is cool. Like, there's this human nature aspect to it, too, where you're not going to be able to change certain things about human nature. The younger ones are always going to look up to the older ones, um, whatever they're doing. So if they're into bad shit, people forget how influential like or easily influenced kids are and how influential our actions as adults really are. People have gotten very self-centered to be like, well, it's not my problem. If you do that, it's not my problem. If you do that, but in a way it 
Heineken become your problem. Yeah, it becomes your problem. Like what other people do becomes your problem. Going to be ruling the world. Yeah, like eventually, eventually, shit rolls downhill. Like exactly. Like I'm sorry to quote Whitney Houston, but literally, the children are our future. Like people forget that. People forget if you fuck up the youth, eventually they're going to grow up and not give a fuck about you. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. There's there's a lot of shit going on. I just. I had another thing happen last night because we kind of stepped a little bit back from it, just a little bit, but a new weird thing happened with this Astro World thing. And I'll have to look into it a little bit further, but there was a little black boy and he <laughs> was the children that was hurt. Okay. And he had kind of been a little bit sensationalized, reported on the media. And I'm one of these fucking retards that still watches mainstream TV media, mainstream network. And it's not because I believe any of the bullshit they're saying. I just think it's important to know what they're trying to tell the masses. And so this boy has gotten some notoriety because, you know, he looks just the, the picture of him is so sweet and so innocent. And he's in front of Astroworld. It's like the earlier in the day and he's just so sweet and innocent and he looks happy. And then, you know, skip ahead to the rest of the night. I think his injuries were due to, some kind of crushing crowd surge thing. I don't think he had any cardiac situations. I think his was literally due to like crushing of some sort. Um, and they took him to the hospital and they put him on pretty much life support and put him in a coma. Okay. He just died like yesterday or the day before. And I knew that there was something about this. And I just kind of kept it in the back of my mind. It was like, you know, something just kind of keeps catching my eye. It keeps catching my eye. And I'm like, huh, I don't really know what to do with that yet. But I know it's something. This, it's There's something underlying, not just the obvious sadness of it, you know, something else. And so I just kind of have it over on the side of my mind, like something's up with this. And then I see the kid died. And I was like, all right. So I go in last night. I'm all, let me look at this kid again. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him. I'm all, huh. I'm all right on. His name is Ezra. That's right. Interesting. Not the most common name for a little black boy in Texas, but let me see what Ezra means. Ezra literally means the helper, the like the divine message trying to bring people back to God. I guess like in Jewish, in like every script, Ezra means like the helper or help or divine help. And he goes to like Babylon or some shit. And he's trying to bring the people that have strayed from God back to God. Okay. And it, it's like, these people aren't making it very easy. They're just like, yeah, we don't really want to do that. And he's like, no, nah, you know, we, we need to go back to God. And it's almost like if you kind of made a, a little run of like wiling out and then somebody's all, no, it's bad. We got to go back to law and order. You need to follow rules. You need to do this stuff. And they're like, that man, I left that shit behind. And so they don't make it very easy for him, but he is the one that tries to go and get the people and bring them back to God, to put it simply. And I just think it just kind of hits me. And I'm all, they killed the help. They killed the divine helper. They killed the fucking help. Like he was, I, I don't know. There's something symbolic about him and his death. And that's all that just came to my head is they fucking killed the help, the messenger from God that was trying to get people away from that. Even though he was there. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, there, there's just something. There's something about it. But this is very nefarious and definitely, definitely not. And they're saying like ten dead now. He's the tenth dead. There's not ten dead. There's I mean, like I'd say. I don't know. I'd say it's, it's. I'd say this sounds pretty kosher, but like, yeah, definitely sounds pretty kosher. So, uh, moving on to the subject at hand, uh, we're going to get into Freemasonry, and Chaplain Tom is here to tell us about it. So, Chaplain Tom, uh, why should we care about Freemasonry? Why is it important? Uh, is America a fucked country from the beginning because our founding fathers were Freemasons? Maybe he fell asleep. Is he still here? He's, uh, he's still here. I'm on mic. There we oh, go. Okay. My mic's still on? Yeah, yeah there you are. Okay. What I was saying is I'd like to expand that question to the world and say yes. Because um, all these um, like countries, they've been experiments, including uh, America. And um, essentially the, the title of presidency is almost like a job title to them. Because they're all in the same... Um, they're all in the same uh, systems and ranks. It's just politicians on both sides of the aisle are linked through uh, an, another agenda, which is Freemasonry, mainly. Um, so yeah, every single president has become Freemason at one point. Is my voice chat still good? Yeah, 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 you're good. Yeah, so um, like George Washington was a president. Uh, Essentially, every present following him was Freemason. Um, like even the buildings and streets were designed with the sacred geometry and all sorts of satanic symbolism. Um, so yeah, it's uh, pretty spooky. Um, as Freemasonry in general, you have to go with the idea that it is not a secret society. It is a society of secrets. They are out there, and they promote their own stuff. Um, they had recruitment drives for the last 10 years. Uh, yeah, so they're pretty open about it. Um, just research is all I can say. Um, what do you mean recruitment drives? They started making their own posts, websites. They started uh, That's not putting things in, the, in articles, BBC and all sorts of... Uh, Media. That, that they they media. start making, yeah, they start making um actual campaigns. People going to the sh- uh, just visiting people in the streets, saying, "Hey, do you want to be Freemason?" That is very interesting because they're not, not like that. they're they're not supposed to approach you. They're not. You can approach them, and or you can talk to somebody you have a friend that's in it, but they are never yeah. supposed to join. Ever. That is like a fucking rule. I know, I know. It's, that was, it's, that's my experience they, they, here. Okay. Yeah, they, they switched. At one point, they switched the, um, I guess, the goal. So at one point, they just wanted to get as many recruits as they could. This, um, that, uh, sorry. I, I don't know their own goals, but anything they do is shifting. Um, so yeah, you have to be prepared if you go into the... Reset. Infiltrated because that is such a fucking stark like rule. You cannot approach people and ask them to join. They have to come to you. 
They have to, mm-hmm. they, have, they have to advance to you. They have to express their own individual desire. You're not supposed to try to get them to join. It's like part of the thing. Yeah, the uh, initial rituals um, that you're supposed to have. Uh, so the initiate goes into the lodge and asks if they can join. Um, and some, like, five or ten of the high members put their, they put, like, a little colored white or black ball. And if they have enough white balls, then they can, um, in in a bag, if they have enough, they can start the initiation. But If they have enough what? Um no, they have like little marble balls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so they have all sorts of rituals and uh, initiation processes. Once someone's been confirmed, um, they then move on to actual uh, rituals. It's all theatre. So they have like, um, they, they have you go in all blindfolded. Um, you would then do a couple uh, phrases or whatever they, they say, their secret passcodes and whatnot. Um, sometimes it involves uh, being chucked off uh, um, a little ledge then be captured by the whole group. Um, yeah, there's some wacky stuff going on. Um, and that's, that's just the lower levels. So the higher the level you go, the, the more... Um, serious these rituals get uh, what the whole yeah. degree system because there's like what uh, is that their rank or something and is it the bigger it's, number the higher rank yeah in general it's it's a rank system um, they they have little names attached to their ranks because of certain cultural uh, origins but um, so the general Freemason system is a good system to compare all the other cults and uh, satanic cults and Illuminati and whatnot um, because they, they have uh, originally they had Masonic order, they had um, Templar order uh, Hospitaller Malta uh, basically they, they were made, uh, half of it was made of some um, old knight orders uh, and like saints um, so yeah it's uh, is Scottish is Scottish right uh, Freemasonry is that a totally different thing separate Freemasonry Freemasonry it's um, because Freemasonry. The, the supposed the supposed original or first built lodge was in Scotland and then they made one in London. Um, so they call like Scottish rights, Scottish, uh, these certain lodges, they have hierarchies in lodges as well. So it's not just ranking system. It's, uh, what group are from a bit like universities. So London and Scottish ones are a bit more uh, prestigious than, uh, let's say one from like a random state in America. That's not as important. No offense. Um, yeah, they they have uh, lodges all over the world. It it, it reaches to Asia, to Middle East. Um, you just where... satanic secret societies. Mm. <laughs> 
yeah, so they they reach to old and new cults. Um, like they have Siddars who are from Middle East and uh, the Orient. I think they're called Oriental Order, um, which is just Asia. Uh, yeah, so they're spread around the world. Um, I think a key thing uh, uh, that helped me um, realize that it wasn't just a conspiracy was also looking around in you know my physical local towns or, or cities built on these kind of uh, societies, and you start and to see the symbolism. Do you start, yeah, yeah, if you can recognize the symbol, and like, that's kind of why I really do love that phrase, and it just doesn't apply to Freemasons, but it, symbolism will be their greatest downfall, because they yes. will not ever walk away from it, it is so fucking strong, and they must mark everything, they have to, they do, they will. It's because I believe they use it as a weapon of deterrence. So I any single cool, person... Other people, like, within them, they can recognize it. And then, you know, certain symbols mean certain things. So just like if you are in the plague and they marked your fucking door with the little cross or symbol, which meant your fucking house or plague house, they look away. You don't need to explain that to somebody in great depth. They just see the mark and they're all, yep, nope. And they go, you know, they're like, I'm not going there. That, that symbol means this. Um, and yeah. you can just get a lot bigger of a conversation or a message across in people with just these few simple symbols. Yeah, it's um, used to scare off anybody who tries to research um, because uh, it's just overwhelming. A bit it's like what you're saying, somewhat, the symbols. It's also somewhat enchanted, um, depending on what they're used for, you know? So, like, mm. it's, it could be sealed with the symbol because of the magical correspondent to that uh, symbol of itself. So I was hearing a thing about uh, active shooter scenarios where, like, there's always a witness, and the witness to who's talking in the news is a Freemason guy. And you'll see it, like, on his hat or a ring or some kind of little pendant that he has. And you're like, yep. why are the Freemasons always on the scenes for these active shooters scenarios? Because I'm not sure with active shooters specifically, but they, if you're inside a lodge, you get to talk to whoever's in the lodge. And if you're like an initiate, maybe two or three ranks up, and if you have like a, a ticket, some sort of car ticket, that that's pretty expensive. You can maybe talk to a higher guy who's in the police force, and you can it's history backdoors for every possible scenario. So it's not just a cool club; it it actually uh, means Power. that society, yeah, so democracy and uh, society is not transparent. people just don't have any idea like the people the things that are ruling us are nothing what what is what it looks like i mean it kind of does look like it if you know what to look for but all this other shit is just fluff and filler it's all bullshit to confuse you because really all of our even our politicians and shit like that that shit none of it fucking matters it really doesn't that's all illusion it's for your illusion of choice your illusion of this I mean, you talk about not uh, speaking. They have rules. One of the rules is um, if you say any secret outside the lodge, you're uh, 
liable to to be killed. That's how yep. they used to do it in medieval days. Yep. Um, but I've actually seen they they actually have books on all the members or very influential members. Uh, Obama was one of them for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could just simply take that phrase: "Loose lips sink ships." So if people mm. start talking about something and they're not even sure what it is they're talking about, but they just start. You know, they could just—I don't know. There's just Titanic. so much. They'll end up on like Titanic, and then they'll end up dead. <laughs> yeah, that whole other. Thing I remember there was this one congressional like uh, hearing or something, and I can't remember if it was uh, Mitch McConnell or someone else, like uh, Lindsey Graham speaking. But like they were saying something, and somebody in the audience made like a hand symbol, it almost looked like a triangle or some shit. And then the guy gets like really scared, and then he starts saying whatever they told him he was supposed to say, and. I think that was around the time where they, you looked at his hands, it looked like someone took a hammer to him because they looked really swollen and bruised. Who oh. was this? Um, I think it was Mitch McConnell like a while. It was like when Trump was still in power. Well, the triangle is supposed to be, I guess, Illuminati, and that's a higher-end Freemason tier. Like, um, there is a they have lot all these of- different cults. and um, Yeah, so... Uh, it's the the lines do get a bit blurry, but Freemasonry is the general framework of how they run the cults. Um, and yeah, so he probably was referencing that he's a higher, very high level of Freemasonry. And you said it looked like a hammer. They they do have um, symbolism with with hammers because. Uh, Masonry, in general. So that's like the Stonecutters Guild from The Simpsons. I' not sure the reference, but the um, it's yeah, supposed they, to be. They, it literally is supposed to be. Yeah, it's 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 a reference. Yeah, they have like a whole like musical sequence of how they ranch it. Yeah, yeah, because they were the was it order the water buffalo or some shit like that. Yeah, the water buffalo. That's, that's the thing they they do in uh, the occult do. Um, as well, is they don't just put symbols in uh, buildings that they create. They also put it everywhere in media. Things yeah. from like literal symbols to entire scenes that represent yep. uh, uh, an event in the future. So, yeah, because I saw something where like the Gmail symbol is like the apron that they wear. Yep. Yeah, it's. All I can you keep saying is, yeah, it's, it's real. It is big and gigantic and powerful and rich and controlling the major, like, strings of society. It has mm. Freemasons. You could just oh. almost assume that at this point. Well, there's so many TV networks that have eye symbols, too. Like, the CBS yeah, has, like, an eye. Yeah, start off like that, eventually they're going to go take it because they're going to use it. You know what I mean? I, I, I should I think there should be a disclaimer, though, that even though Freemason, uh, Freemasons are very powerful, they're just a middle-tier kind of uh, section of the occult. They still take orders from someone. They still... Um, there are committees above them, basically. Mm-hmm. There there are older, um, more influential cults above them. Um, it probably all goes back to the Vatican. Yeah. I'd say half... Half half, um, so they they have all these little fights between each other. Uh, yeah, it's just the, like um, they they all have their own team and they all play the game, but they're all they're major league baseball. 
you know, yeah, they're, they're all, all on the same team, uh, but they also have their inner conflicts. The higher, yeah, because the higher dudes are still either greedy or part of families, so they will still have conflict of interest. Um, you're you're in England, yeah, or you sound British, right? Yep. Do you and yeah. since you're into the symbolism? Do you think the queen is dead? Uh, well, I haven't read up on the news about her, but uh, from what I've seen, there's like a there's a couple, um, I guess, phrase words from certain and operations. But you know, uh, we only get told what we're supposed to be told from the BBC. I haven't. I I mainly focus on America, and when I look at news, because they're pretty one of the most powerful uh, countries in the world. Well, apparently the BBC is dropping all kinds of symbolism that would kind of signal to, I don't know if saying, quote unquote, the right people, whatever, that she's mm. dead. And there's all yeah. these things because they follow protocol so strictly. And like the Eng- English people, the British people, like differently than Americans, you guys are brought up with this shit being instilled in you in school. Like, you know what every royal symbol thing means. It's taught to you over and over and over and over. And they didn't do that to us here because, number one, we don't have royal family. And number two, they don't fucking care. They don't care. They don't need enlightened Americans. They just need worker bees here. And that there's some kind of, like, real, like, um, traditional stuff that always goes on within you, your, you guys. That everybody is like brought up to know, and I guess there's some real weird shit that's been going on, especially very recently regarding the queen. And rumor has it that she is fucking dead, and they just haven't announced it yet. Yeah, because they said they removed what the crest of the House of Windsor from Buckingham Palace. They said the royal guard are no longer that happened guarding like last the gate. Year. Yeah, they were they were saying like the Gurkhas are out there guarding it instead of like the royal guys. There's some Lord Hallett guy saying that well, he's the right king. It just reflects the modern demographics of uh, England, so. Well, there's also something else that apparently, and of course I'm not British, but my sources are very trustworthy and fucking brilliant. So I trust them. (laughs) But something about, you know, the queen is, you know, allegedly sick under the weather, has been treated at a hospital. I mean, shit, the bitch is like 90 some odd years old anyways. So certain things are to be expected, but that she was just recently like getting medical care and in the hospital. And I guess it's tradition for you guys to lower the flags. When that happens, and no flags were lowered, none. Well, and I, I don't know. There's there's like a few other things that have I mean, been those... out within the last couple of days that really kind of look like they symbolize that she's dead, and they are letting telling the people that need to know without telling the masses, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing it subtly through symbols yeah. and. Phrases. Right. Uh, one of one of their phrases was, um, "There's a protocol somewhere that says if monarchy dies, uh, this symbol, uh, this phrase, and it's the London Bridge is down." Yeah, I heard about that. Um, London Bridge has fallen. Mm. So it's interesting. It's like, Go on. It's like the um, American Olympus is down, sure. or or Eagle is down. Um. So yeah, these these kind of systems monarch, are very similar around the world. With the monarch thing in general, mm-hmm. since you you mentioned it, that 
she was just, they just used a picture of her on the news like yesterday or some shit where she is, it looks like somebody took a picture of their TV screen. So like they were literally watching the news. So like a copy and, of a copy. No, I don't, no, no, no. I, it's like her or allegedly her, whatever it is. But she is, has a monarch butterfly on her, like a pin, like a lapel, like a pin, oh, you know, okay. a brooch. And then she's also pictured like where there, there is a framed picture sitting right next to her and it's of monarch butterflies. And then butterflies also symbolize death. I'd, I'd like to also mention the, the higher up you go, the more important you become to the system. Um, so you become more key actors, key, key agents. Uh, a lot become politicians. And in doing so, they also provide, um, if you get high enough, they sometimes provide body doubles. Like it's just oh. protocol. Um, so you hear these people saying, oh, they doesn't look the same as, as last week. They, they do that. It's a little um, trickery and smoking mirrors. And, you know. That was like that video we saw of Meghan Markle where we're like, is that a mask or like, is that an Android? Cause like the face looked all weird. You know, did you see yeah, that video? But, yeah, I did. What were they trying to say? That it was almost like their Madame Tussauds like wax thing, but instead of that one, them being wax, they made her a robot. That's yeah, 66% at work. No, this, this, this looks like, like, yeah, it didn't look human because it was like the face was super stiff. The eyes were uh, expressionless, but open eyes. wide. It was really weird, man. What it looked like is it looked like they were creating their cover story. So when weird shit goes on, they can go back to this, dude, we told you we were, we were having a robot. Like it, it looked very predictive programming, like set this narrative in their heads. People will be tripped out. They'll look into it. When they look into it, we're going to be all Hollywood magic. It's just Hollywood magic. They said, we, we did this. You guys like your wax museums and you like your replicas and you like all this shit. So we made her special. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's, it's, they're planting a seed to use to deceive later is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause I was reading something that Boris Johnson is supposed to meet with the queen once a week for some kind of debriefing, but they said he hasn't met with her in a while. That was like another thing they said was fishy. Hasn't been seen anywhere in weeks. She was supposed to be at that Vatican thing that Biden went to and apparently should have should his pants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, The the papal pooping incident. And there was also, was it just this last Sunday? What is it? Remembrance Sunday? Was that for the king? I'm not British, so I don't know these things off. Yeah, I saw the the photo, like one of the guards passed, like did a face plant. Okay, I don't know about the face plant, but I know that this Remembrance Sunday thing is a big fucking deal. And as as with so much British like tradition things that involve the royal family and protocols and doing these things. So she didn't show up. And then of course they got to come up with a reason why she didn't show up. Well, she's under the weather. She's doing okay. Blah, blah, blah. So I see this thing last night and they say that she's only missed this thing six times, six times in her entire course of her whole fucking reign. And four of the times she was out of the country. And the two other times she was in the hospital, like having a child, like if we're maternity, whatever. Right, like some major shit. So it's like literally, there's nothing keeps her from this. This is a big I'd fucking deal. I'd, I'd like to point out that you guys were saying, well, a lot of people here were saying that um, they felt the uh, trials for Kyle Rittenhouse were a show. I yeah. guess we found out what they're distracting from. What? 
they might be distracting. Oh, uh, distracting from the king. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, from whatever is going but, on. And then we yeah, got the Jis- and then the Gislaine Maxwell trial was the trial you <laughs> need to watch at the end of the month because they're already picking jury for it. Right. Wow. Yeah. They and that one it's been almost media silence. Like where they they want to keep track of like the stupidest shit. Like our heartbeat of our whole entire existence revolves around it. Like really, do we need to see the dryer the trial jury picking of the Aubrey whatever his case is like? No, dude, where the fuck is the Epstein Island people? Are you kidding me? Like, why are you talking about this? This is, this is dumb. They're and it's 24-7, 24-7. Like, they came out with a whole goddamn channel, Court TV channel, to pump out this propaganda bullshit. And then they'll trend it on Twitter and everything is paid attention to it. And if you try to talk about something that they don't want you to talk about, you're deplatformed. And... It's just, it's all strange. So yeah, I'm, we're wondering what's going on with the queen. Is she even still alive? There's a rumor that um, somebody dropped a link in one of our, our threads class and I watched it and it was talking about that. It was you, I think. The, yeah, yeah, the, about this, the, the John, John, um, John the uh, third. For, yeah, John something the third that he was saying that he's the John rightful the king. Right, and they're saying that the royal family has long since been kicked out of Buckingham Palace and out of um, Windsor House, whatever it is. All the crests have been removed, but that all happened like last year. The place is like abandoned. The guards don't guard it. All this shit that is unheard of in in English history, I guess, um, it has all kind of happened. And again, with these smoke and mirror bullshit tactics, how come they are not directing the attention like you guys, if you went to school in England, whoever did, it's like instilled in you. It becomes this second major knowledge that you learn because they just, you really have to know about the royal family. And that's why they worship the queen. And they were like a devastated nation over Diana. And that was a sad situation for sure. But it's like, God damn, like, it, I, I don't know. It, the grips that it has people, you know? Mm. It, it wasn't long ago that, that um, nineteen, like the early nineteenth century, we used to have uh, pictures of the, the current monarch in in all the houses. Um, oh, it, sorry, I, I just remembered. Um, traditional too. I, Everybody on your birthday, you get a happy birthday letter from the queen. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I just remembered an important uh, detail about Freemasons. Uh, the UK Freemason lodges inside the lodges they always have a big picture of the Queen. I just remembered. So it's all linked. So I'm saying. Um Yeah, this is all like wink wink, nod nod, shoulder rubbing of you know, mm-hmm. like you said, not necessarily secret society, but societies of secrets that operate within plain sight. But mm-hmm. it would be like as if you're hanging out with your friends and you've known them your whole life. So you have all these kind of inside jokes. And then all of a sudden you're in a group of like maybe a hundred people hanging out and you guys would be having this whole fucking conversation that seems like it means one thing, but you all know the inside joke. So it's totally something else. And you could just be talking blatantly in front of people that have no idea what you're talking about. But because you know the inside joke, you know what you're really talking about. And that's pretty much a good yeah, way to... Just- the whole Freemason thing in general. It's crazy because it's all out there. It really is. Uh, there's tons of books, tons of, um, like, even documents in uh, I've recently seen that CIA release, but, like, they probably don't mean to now, but 
they they have um, like entire books, studies. Um, an interesting guy. There's there's an interesting um, Freemason who wrote a book about what he thought of the future. Um, he was a thirty third degree, so highest level. Yeah, he still took orders, um, but he explained. In order for the world to work, uh, at one point there needs to be a war between uh, Germans and UK, and then another war about um, fascist versus Zionism, and then the third war with the the West Christendom versus Middle East. And that guy wrote a book 150 years ago when fascism didn't exist. You have to read. You have to. It's literally the Myron Fagan speech. It's literally that the the plans of the Illuminati. Myron Myron mm. Fagan did a speech in the '60s about a book written in the '50s, and it goes over the entire fucking plan. And this shit has been going on since Napoleon, when they started running yes. everything, doing it in this way. And it, it, of course, nobody knows if this is true in the '50s and the '60s when he's saying it. But now we're like 70 years almost removed from the '60s. And sure as shit, every single fucking thing they said, how it was going to happen, has happened. Sure as shit. Yep. And of course, you wouldn't know that until you get far enough in the future, because that stupid Q phrase, future proves past. Future proves past. <laughs> yes, you have to wait it out. Time will tell. Time will tell. Like, yeah. you know, is this bitch pregnant? I don't know. Time will tell. Like, you can only hide shit for so long before it becomes, you know, like... Whatever happens in the course of that time is going to prove whether or not that was true when it was said. You won't know that until you get there, you know? And there's some other book I stumbled across. It's called The Secret Teachings of All Ages, The Ultimate Reference in the Occult System. This book is over 100 years old. And he, it is, the writer of this book, very interesting, did this crazy book about occult symbolism and Freemason stuff. And he got a lot of money and came over here and started one of the first um, Masonic Lodge things in L.A. Yep. And then, interesting enough, I can't, I'm trying to find my screenshot. What's his name? It's Hall. Oh, Manly Hall. Oh, Manly P. Hall. Yeah. Yes, yes. And yeah. so, you know, he... He starts this There's also Bavosky. There's also also Bavosky who wrote so many things about Masons. Bavosky right. has so many texts about Masons. It's it makes your head spin. Uh, right. Madame so Bavosky. Yeah. This dude it's started all researching in LA in 1934, mm -hmm. but he doesn't even go on to even try to join the Freemasons until like 1954, like almost 25 years later. And then he doesn't even complete his thing to have a come a 33 degree Mason. And I want to talk about that because people, they don't understand this, but anyways, it, he doesn't even complete his initiation until like almost, you know, 20, 20, it's like 20 years later, almost, which is not typical. It doesn't take that long to do it. And people don't understand this 33 degree Mason thing. So I'm going to tell you about it. The second you're initiated, not that you're initiated, but once you complete your three different things, once they deem you a Freemason, you are a 33-degree Mason. That, like, that's it. You, it's not like going up the ranks like Black Belt, where you're like, oh, I'm in the Black Belt now. I, I did all this shit. You do your two, three initiation things, and once you complete it and they deem you a Mason, and you are not a Mason until you do this, 
once you do this, you are a 33-degree mason. And then you can still move up the ranks. There's still ranks to move up to. People seem to think that being a 33-degree mason means you're at the top of the fucking pyramid. You're not. You are just oh, that, an official mason. Mm-hmm. There are a couple cults above the masons as well. Um, because even uh, 33 degrees, they still get um, 33 degree and the second one before that, they, they still get taken out by mysterious means. They're not uh, safe by any means. Um, I would say, like, like depending uh, on who you're involved with, you're not ever safe at all, necessarily. It just depends. Because mm. I had a friend who had an uncle uh, who went to the second highest rank and then disappeared because he, he was saying that he, uh, once they told him certain things, he didn't like what was going on. And what then would be a, a week later, he disappeared. So like it's the second part of his three ranks to even become a mason. Because once you're, once you are, once you complete your three different things, and they say, okay, like you are a mason mm. now, you are considered a thirty-three degree mason, and then you go, you can go up further yeah, he, in the rank. But people think that like you're like a, you know, twenty-seven degree. That that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. There is no lower degree masons. There is initiates, and you are in part of whatever initiation process you're in, and that's three steps. And then once you complete that and they give you the title of Freemason, you are considered a 33-degree Mason. So I think people are very confused with how this goes. Mm. And even if he hall, he fucking, once he fucking joins the, the, officially joins the three, the Freemasons, and then 25, 20, or 20 years later, he actually completes it to become the, 33-degree official mason. He dies under mysterious circumstances, too, because don't they all? They fucking Mm. killed him, too. They killed him, too, because I think it started... He was married once, and then he was married twice, and then he was having affairs with men, and then something happened with one of his lovers or some shit that he got involved with, and then they found his body with, like, thousands of ants going in and out of his skull. Oh, shit. No, this was some. This was some kind of something happened. I'm not sure because, like I said, I literally just learned of this book a couple days ago. But I need to get it because it's been a long, around a long time. It was written like almost a hundred years ago, hmm. and there's something. So I need to get that. <laughs> Brandy, have you looked into um, Albert Pike and at all, and any of the stuff he's done? Okay, I know he's, he's a big name in masonry, Albert Pike. I know this name. Mm-hmm. I've seen a street name like that, him. and I, I was like, "Who's this guy? This name sounds familiar." No, Pike I have statues. He's part oh, of uh, okay. this. Mm-hmm. He's part of like Aleister Crawley or something. I, oh, I have, sure. Apparently, he made the claims of the Third World War and Islam and Christians and a lot of things that seem to be heading in that direction. Yeah, maybe he's uh, quoted. In that Myron Fagan video, but I do know this mm. name, but sometimes I have to resort out my brain because mm-hmm. the way I organize it isn't um, sometimes ideal. Um, mine, too, mine too, yeah. And, but you guys, like, I, require. Yeah. I know a lot of you boys are fucking brilliant with, like, the names of people and military people and people in, within government, and that shit's important, but my brain doesn't, it doesn't adhere to that shit very well. Like specific dates and when specific battles went on and all this shit's important. It really is. But my brain just doesn't operate like that. Um, it's kind of like I told Klaus in the beginning, I'm kind of sloppy how I'm going to tell stuff. But I'll promise you it'll wrap up and it'll come around. 
-hmm. but it's going to be real sloppy and casual sounding because that's just how I take in information and filter it and connect it. And wherever it is, I store it. Sometimes I got to go remember where I put it. (laughs) So there is something that, yeah, Albert Pike, I think he's mentioned a lot in that Myron Fagan video and that that Myron Fagan speech is real fucking good, man. Mm -hmm. If anybody hasn't listened to it, I highly, highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. I have a link to a video that is, because like I said, the speech was done in the 60s about a book written in the 50s. And when it was recorded, it's recorded on like record. Okay. So somewhere along the way, after Trump won, somebody took this speech and they put um, overlay like images and stuff like that overlaying on top of the speech. So it makes it a lot easier to keep track of what they're saying and see how it actually applied in that day and time because visual the visuals of it are fabulous like absolutely fabulous and i remember you mentioning trump and i remember people saying certain photographs where he's shaking people's hands he's like he's using oh yeah that was me yeah there's a photo of it right now with the queen with with uh uh what is it camilla um with uh with the prince there's there's multiple photos of him with mason handshakes with the royal family and yeah, I mean, he, something he's uh, Scottish, right? Or something. I'll put it in the I'll put it in the show prep right now. I, I remember like clipping that. I was like, oh my god, that's a Mason handshake. Because every it, you, the only reason I realized it because you know CNN, MSNBC, they did their little fucking tirade about oh Trump was shaking the Queen's hand. Nobody touches the Queen's hand. That's not what you do. And I looked at it and I was like, wait a second, he's not shaking her hand the way people shake hands. That's a mason hand. That's a mason handshake, and that's why they did that because nobody does that unless you're a mason with the and the queens obviously royal family are are freemasonry. So that was like and just like, just like we touched on before, Chaplain Tom said every single president at one point in time is a mason, and that was it right there. And and nobody said anything, and and they made the big like. There, this is the that. thing. They made they made the big show of like, look over there. Donald Trump was doing something nobody should ever do to the Queen. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, don't pay attention to the fact that. Yeah, don't pay the attention to the fact that they just did a Mason handshake right there. Look, like everybody's got to yell and scream about the fact that he he did something you don't do with the Queen. You don't shake her hand. You don't do that. He also and, walked in front of her, which you're not ever supposed to do. He walked in front of her, and, and when you when you look at the handshake that he gave. It, it's like the king handshake to somebody that's almost lower than him. Almost, it was a very didn't bizarre they say it was thing. Like the lion something grip or something. The lion like grip. I, yes, I, I, I. Did you see this on Fortune? There's also rumor. Isn't there a lot of rumors? If you, saw this on Fort, if you <laughs> no, it wasn't Fortune. If you saw this on on Acun, I posted that with all the freaking arrows and stupid shit because somebody was going about masons. I'm like. Donald Trump's a Mason. And the thing people don't understand is there's good factions and bad factions yeah, of everything. Yeah. Yep, everything. Yep. And I already posted in, in the show prep in 1770s. Wait, wait. I, I posted in a historical magazine of October 1798 of them talking about the Illuminati create being created in Batvia in 1776. What else happened in 1776? 
We all know what happened in 1776. Yeah, independence. At least over here we do. But guess what also happened in 1776? The Illuminati. And in this article, they're saying, and these are Masons that published this article saying, they are, they are, where is it? Actually, under the disguise, they are under the disguise of Freemasonry. And think you, about you this. They infiltrated it in night. Imagine infiltrating this in 1776. And where would it be right now if you infiltrated this organization in 1776 as the Illuminati? Right now, you would own the whole organization, pretty much, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, and, and everybody does the the triangle with the eye. That's Illuminati. They have infiltrated the, the everything. They've have, infiltrated. That's they've infiltrated the Vatican. They infiltrated the mm, Vatican with the freaking Jesuits. The Jesuits are the Illuminati in 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 religious form. That's all it is. In LA, in, in Christian in, in Catholic form. Because yeah, same the, thing. Yeah, because I heard they were they they took orders from the Rossini. Yes. And then like because uh, there's a there's a black pope yep. who. Francis was because he was a he's both the black and the white, but they answered to the mm-hmm. gray pope, and then the gray pope I think he's supposed to answer to yeah. uh, the Pesors or something because that's another family they answer to. Oh, the Pesors, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's 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 so many names that people don't even talk about anymore. Like they don't get it. Like that, and then this Illuminati Masonic stuff, it's like, it's way farther than 1776, because we're like... And it's way further than Masons. It's within so many families. It's like, you look at, like, the educational system in the United States. That's, that's the, um, BMG. That's the, the, um, the, what you call it? The, um, who is it? The, uh, the Bartlesman Group. The Bartlesman Group is BMG. They own Penguin, they own Random House, they own all of the educational publications in this entire country. And it's, an, it's a German family. And all of these big families are part of this same freaking group. And they've infiltrated religion, they've infiltrated history, they've so, infra- infiltrated uh, universities, yeah. they've infiltrated the Masons, they've other secret societies even. They've probably even infiltrated the Church of Satan even. And people make the biggest mistake of saying, well, the Masons are Satan worshippers. No, they're yeah. loose. But the thing people don't distinguish is Masons go towards Lucifer and Satan worshippers are Satan. And it's two completely different things. And yeah, the they, they're the not in the same as we know it, it's, under. it's a whole different thing than Luciferianism, which is a lot of Masons believe in Lucifer, mm. the light bearer, and, and but I don't even think it's the Masons, it's the Illuminati, probably. The the, the Illuminated, because Lucifer's a light bearer, and they've infiltrated the Masons to a point where they've almost probably rewritten what it initially was. And well you have good and the bad of everything. So in everything good, yeah. you're going to on the people that want power and they want they're, they're hungry for the negative yeah. vibrational shit exactly. so if you if you can believe if you can open up your mind to believe in fucking magic and mm-hmm. all magic is is harnessing energy now if you yeah. if you got a fucking group of people that have been mm-hmm. they skilled themselves and craft, crafted themselves to harness energy you've got a fucking choice to make right and it's not all black and white there are some gray areas but you have a choice to make are you going to use your fucking power for good or are you going to use your power for bad? Now, most people, 
Mm. As much as we love to think would use their power for good, the bad is too tempting. Well, do you want to be the most beautiful person on the planet? Do you want to be the most sought after? Do you want to have the most attention? You want the money? You want the fame? You want the riches? You want the power? You want the land? How are you going to use your power? And that would be what would be considered the Illuminati because they're illuminated yes. because master exactly. No, no, it's not even that. It's not even that. The illumination is the fact that they realize that all of us are capable of like yes. the most amazing things. But they but fool they, everybody so, into believing they can't do anything, and they manipulate them. Yes. But, but you think about that. They manipulate the people into doing the things they want them to do to create it's reality, like, create existence. It's, but that's the illumination. It's like realizing that all of us have the divine spark in all of us. And what did they we're, do? We're all divine. We're all amazing do? You are being on track. What did they do with that? What did they do with that? They fucking. They make everybody believe that we are. But this is what they do. They make everybody believe through all organized religion, organized history, organized uh, education that we are separated from 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 everything, from God, from existence. That it's something away from us. And because we believe that. They can take all the stuff that's in our media, all the stuff that's happening that we see that we believe is happening and is real. We, because we believe it, they, we're, we're magnificent manifesting beings. And yes. they take advantage of that by making us believe we're not that. That we're that's not it. in the divine image of the creator, of the prime creator. Yeah. We're not in that image. They say, you're not in that. No, you're this, you're bad, you're blah, blah, blah. You're born into this, you're born into that, you're terrible. And everybody has no, you're not exactly. But if you get everybody not to believe it and you get them to all think, hey, this next storm coming is going to destroy everything, you'll manifest the the storm to do that. Okay, and and they know that, and that's what the illumination is. They know that, and the masses of people don't realize who they are. The, the illumination is you think everybody's stupid, everybody's quiet, and they don't realize who they are, and you're the ones who realize who everybody is, but you make them all believe they're not who they are. And that's okay. my opinion okay. of that. Hold on. Hold on. They've spent okay. a long time on Oh, this. my God. So long. This is what you need to understand. The fucking oh. darkness were to scare the mm-hmm. shit out of people so they would be afraid to even tap into their yeah. own natural abilities they tortured them they didn't publicly they scared the shit out of them Mm -hmm. you even thought that you were a quote-unquote witch you wouldn't tell fucking no one because if anyone found out they'd string you up and torture you okay so they burn you eventually people they just no i i i might be a little psychic but i ain't telling anybody i ain't trying to do it and i like leave me alone like so they've it's like imagine if you have everybody and they have special powers like let's say it's just embedded in us that we can do this. But you can't have everybody tapping into their power because then you're no more, no more powerful than anybody else. So you throw a wet blanket over them. Throw a wet blanket, throw a wet blanket. Don't let them tap into it. Make them afraid to. Calcify their penile gland. Feed them shit food. Poison the water. Poison the air. Drown their spirits in tragedy and despair. And they, disconnect them from each other, too. And then guess what happens? Only a certain handful elevate to these higher levels because they know the truth they're tapping into their shit the whole entire Mm -hmm. fucking time and they got all the other people running around confused 
and not even daring touch it because they don't want to put on the wheels of torture. And so that's, this was a very long running plan. Like, okay, so we're going to spend 10 years. And if you could harness time, if you could control time, what Mm. the fuck is a hundred years? It's nothing, right? If you could figure out how to travel through time, if you could figure out how to control time, a hundred years is a blip. It's fucking nothing. Give the fuck. Wait. Oh, for a hundred. This is a conspiracy show, right? That's yes. Al Bellic. That's Al Bellic type stuff. And if you ever want me back about Al Bellic and all the stuff that he was talking about, oh my! God. That was the guy from the Philadelphia Experiment. Apparently, he claimed okay. to be on the on the on the, uh, on the ship when they did the big thing, the Philadelphia Experiment, where they're trying to close the ship. Hey, boy, the people got oh, melted oh, with yeah. the the exactly. The ship. They got melted into the ship. He claims that he flew into into like into the future and he bounced around in the future and then he came back. And it's yeah, an interesting I would love guy. to do a, a time travel episode in the future so we can talk about that John Teeter and the whole uh, Trump and is John a time Teeter traveler. too. That's a whole nother one. Yeah, exactly. Something Trump is something that people don't think, and I'm not some Trump worshiper. Oh, fucking MAGA! Like literally, it's not that he has the secrets. He has the knowledge. He's being bestowed upon him. Yeah, his uncle got a hold of the Tesla technology. Exactly. Exactly. If you go back to that book that was written in like whatever that uh, Baron and the Last President, uh, the imagine exactly the the last president and the adventures of Baron Trump. (laughs) That shit ain't by accident, guys. Exactly. No, when you think about it, though, it never existed. but guys, that never existed in our reality until he became the president. Who talked about that book until he became the president? Right? I never um, heard about right, it. Right, right. But you yeah, know, so this is like a Mandela years. effect then. Okay, but here's the thing. No, but I mean, like, but this is the thing. That's the same thing I'm saying before, the whole Mandela effect. What if the Mandela effect is people remembering shit wrong and we're manifesting reality in a different way that that's like oh yeah we're changing books in the the no. ink in the books just by the way we're thinking of things because it could be that but i think it's more or less we don't even realize we do it know what you're doing you're like, yeah. think of it more like that's not it you're, i get what you're saying but I'm, i trust me i i don't know why i know but i know that's not it it's more or less I, a butter. I, i'm also in the same boat with that i'm also in the i'm not kind of thinking it's more about there's multiple like timelines of like we choose to be do like something. So, yeah, like there's a reality where 9/11 never happened. When you think about it, there's another reality where 9/11 never happened. And that trajectory, like imagine what that world would be like if that never happened. Wake up tomorrow. Harambe would still be alive today. Couple people. We could wake so up with a handful of people knowing that 9 11 yeah. happened, and then you go talk about it, and they're like, What are you talking about? What are but, you talking about? And now, now imagine two realities one where 9 11 happened, one when it didn't happen, merging together. And I'm thinking we're dealing with something of that nature, perhaps. Yeah, what it would when be it comes to like that Mandela stuff, that there's like, like something like that happening. Like they, they, they pumped 9 11 into everybody on the planet almost. So much. We're like, come on, stop. We're tired of this shit. And maybe because of that, we've managed to like meld those two realities together. Because we don't care anymore. Remember things how they were, and there's going to be no amount of convincing them that something didn't happen. There's no, you're never convincing them. 
they're going to call it the before times because the media started using this term to describe yeah. the world before COVID. They want to start using the term the before times. Well, I think that wow. there's this major clue, and let's let's watch for it. And because I guarantee you guys, oh. I'm right. I don't know how, but there's this this Facebook changing their name to Meta is a big fucking deal, and I don't think people yeah. realize it. It's a big oh, yeah. fucking deal. It's a huge fucking deal. It is a huge deal. I cannot stress this enough. And I do think that combined with all the other weird ass shit that happened during COVID, I think one of the major reasons of the lockdowns, I'm not kidding. I think one of the major reasons of the lockdowns was to jumpstart people getting used to them oh, and yeah. living through a fucking screen. They're, they're going to do something. They're going to change reality. And not everybody's going to fucking make it to the other side. Or maybe some of us aren't going to have to be. I'm not sure if that's the enslaved okay. people that have Facebook to be. Facebook are doing VR stuff. It's huh? so true. It, it, you're, you're spot on, Brandy. Facebook. And well, I just well, they also done AI really shit, quick. but like the AI became like. Uh, it became very uh, efficient and created its own language, which they didn't tell it to do and put it down. Well, There's something with well, this meta, this metaverse. In the second I mm-hmm. saw them change it over on Twitter and they announced it. And of course it catches my attention because I love banter and I love silliness and the companies are tweeting at each other and making jokes and it's fucking hilarious. Great. Cool. What's underneath that? Facebook's putting out these fucking commercials. Ooh, I, and, and tweets. You can go back and find them. Mark my words. And they go, Oh, I wonder what it would be like to go shopping in the metaverse. I wonder what it would be like over here in meta. And I'm going, huh? Huh, there's something with this. There's something with this. They're going to come. Like, I don't, I haven't. This can be like the Matrix will plug themselves into to escape the dystopian, like, world okay. we live in. Or will right. that be. Cla- Klaus? You have to pull this up. The last thing I sent in, in, in the um, show prep is literally rites of passage, a framework, a framework as a matrix of trans- transgression process. And this was published. In 2018, right before Dr. Fauci told Donald Trump, you're not ready to deal with a, a pandemic. You know what and I saw? Because remember, he called it out. And I, and and it was the event 201. And then yeah, they had the whole dark the, winter in the video exactly. game. Exactly. All these things. It's like. It's, I found all kinds of clues about how the 2019 Astro World literally was pretty much wow. laughing at and showing you that they were about to screw the world with mm-hmm. fucking COVID and it's literally wow. on fucking posters, dude. It's wow. like the chant, the fucking, we are all in this together. That was drilled. Oh. I know it's been used before, but that was drilled. Wow. No, but that's crazy. The other phrase, I can't breathe. That was another one. I said, check it out. What did we get? Fuck it. What got, what went around the world? It doesn't make sense that it went around the world. Nobody in fucking Norway gives a fuck about what some Minneapolis fucking cop is doing. They just don't. They just don't. They don't. But all around the world, people in like Korea, people in like the tippy top of Europe, people in fucking Africa, they're all chanting weak. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I said, this is something else. This is something else. This was drilled into us. This I can't breathe. What happened? The they, they tried doing it in Japan. They got stopped by police and chucked out. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, well, they're not allowed here, foreigners to protest. I, I, mm-hmm. yeah. Here's my understanding of that. Is This is the same thing that happens in communism, and they're doing it labeled as globalism. Oh, you're robotic, they're, doing bit, it, they're doing it worldwide. 
it, it's like you look at like China, uh, they're they're using Han supremacy now. Mao no. used Han Han um, chauvinism. A link because we only have a little bit left of this plan, but there is another whole world war that has to happen mm-hmm. because they signed were on for three world wars and yep. a couple other side wars, which one of them would be like our civil war. One of them would be like, and they're not all here. Of course, not everything's yeah. centered around us, but so all much is for this. Myron Fagan video is super fucking important. It, it really is telling you they're spot fucking on. They've proved it. Future proof past. Like, and I'm not a cute yep. person, but you know, just because they use that but, thing doesn't, it's untrue. Um, the, the cycles they happen. These cycles happen. Yeah, I, you look at the you look at the Spanish flu, and I, I I've covered this with Phil and Victor on Sunday show that we do. Like we started with the stuff that I was telling you guys about, like how the things that these rituals that they do a hundred years ago with the Spanish flu, they did all the masking things. People were shooting each other, stabbing each other because of masks a hundred years ago, over a hundred years ago. But they, and and they're all, it's the same I, thing. It's it wasn't the same a ritual. Years ago, because I think it was nineteen. But um, it was nineteen eight. It was nineteen eighteen, nineteen nineteen. And and this is the thing, though, they changed us over from like natural medicine to allopathic medicine with that whole situation with the Spanish flu. That whole thing. And the Spanish flu actually, the people died from bacterial pneumonia. Actually, it, mm-hmm. it, and I have all the fucking links from the NIH, like. <laughs> talking about it coming from it was from the masks because they made the people get the fucking put the masks on and it caused bacterial pneumonia for the people because they're breathing in the same crap that it's you're reduced so clear oxygen intake your exactly a lot of things so many things um, children, especially babies, yeah. they need to see facial expressions. So Definitely. it's it is dehumanizing you. You can't see oh, if somebody's I, smiling. Everybody's just pretty exactly. much a blank space of nothing. You know, this reminds me. When I was a little kid, my mom or my grandma, I can't remember which one, they bought me a baby doll. And it was called Baby Imagination. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I fucking hated this doll. And I remember oh. it. Like, for, like it was yesterday. Like, I was probably, like, a year or two years old or something. Oh, here you go, Brandy. Here's baby imagination. The, the baby had eyes and no facial, like, no mouth, no facial expression. And I remember, I can hear my little tiny voice in my head right now telling my mom, I don't like it. I don't like it. Take it away. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted nothing to do with this fucked up doll. Like mm-hmm. baby imagination, this is, and now, you know, looking back, I've never actually thought about that, but I do remember going, I don't like it. Like, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want to get it away from me. And they tried because, you know, my mom felt bad. My, whoever bought it for me, I think it was my grandma, like her feelings were a little bit hurt. Like, oh, I didn't mean to buy her something she didn't like. I wanted nothing to do with this doll. Yeah. Nothing. I was like, get it the fuck away from me. I'm not playing <laughs> with it. You're never going to get me to like it. Just get it out of here. Like like it was possessed. Get it fucking out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and it I'm was you, I didn't like the face of it. I didn't like the yeah. I, I, the face the, was the stuff, scary. Yeah. The stuff that they put out there, it's very like it's very calculated. And um I'm I'm telling you, check out the um the link I put into the show pep 
prep there. It, it's really something else. When you look at the rites of passage, I'm going to see if I can put it. Um, uh, how about um, Wait, you guys talk about Klaus? Uh, Klaus, are you able to put it in the pain. chat? Uh, what, what's going on? There's some crazy ritual stuff that happened in 2018 in the NIH that mm. they published, and and it, and it fits right into all the things that we we talk about when you talk about the Masons and really the the Illuminati because those are the ones that really do the rituals. They have. I would, I would like, like to point out a really important point where the Freemasons are not just a USA or first world thing. They're also in mm. Israel. They're in the Middle East, like any Saudi Arabia. They're in China. Mm. They're in uh, Asia, yeah. and um, so th the thing is with this as well is that there are these top-level families who own almost all the world. So if they own almost all the world, then their actions can't really be for greed. It's for something else, and Control? I reckon half, yeah, yeah half of the time they're doing it for for laughs, just because it's part. Of Oh yeah, they, and they laugh at us because for the, I mean, like I said, not all, all Masons and not all sects are bad, but the ones that are, are like beyond bad and give zero fucks. Like they don't yeah. fucking care for nothing to them except for something to drain, pretty much. Like yeah. drain of our energy, of our money, of break our own fucking backs and yep. work our whole like entire life. Right? Exactly. They're parasites. It yeah. really is. It's like the only yeah, way they the can survive vampires. is by pulling the energy from other people because they have no way of recreating their own energy. There's no it's, creation in, in this one. Uh, There's a um, certain something that exists that has no ability to create, and they need to exist by sucking everything from somewhere else. And that that's the only way this could be, like the situation that we're in. The, the, the early vampire... Um, Imagery and pop culture, and it fits so right into what you're saying movies, about inviting somebody in. Masonic it's vampires; you got to invite them in. Symbols, like you were just saying, like people yeah, have they, to accept it. Just they, like um, you said before, yeah. Wow, the some of the original vampire films they they still have like um, either Masonic or Judeo Masonic mm -hmm. badges, like little wow. stars with the the ones that have with the um, I think it's Knights of Malta. So mm -hmm. they, they they hide these little things in in like places that are either open or obvious, but it's only if you like accept that these things are happening and it's not some far fetched Tom, are they, idea. Are they hiding them on purpose, Tom? Are they hiding them on purpose so we think they're hidden there for another mm -hmm. reason and they're hidden there to distract them? Because I mean, when you think about it, there's, there's something above this that's probably smarter than us, the Masons, everything. There's something above all of this. That's, okay, let me that's tell like you what it is. The it's, it's, it's an IQ it test. Either way. you're able to look at this imagery and recognize it for being something more than what it looks like on surface level, or you're not. I mean, anybody's capable of it, but you have to study just like anything else. So do you, do you care to study or do you want to live blind and be led around by a bunch of bullshit? And a lot of people do choose that because, you know, it's more self-serving. And or, or it's just know, comfier. It's either easier yeah, it's or it's just the, the fact that you, as soon as you start the journey on trying to gain knowledge, you may come across cursed knowledge that will stare back at you. Or yeah. you're going to yeah. find... I was thinking about that. The abyss... I literally You're thought that when you were starting that. 
Oh my God. <laughs> that's the, and that's the thing. It's like people are so conditioned and programmed to look the other way at bad shit. You know, even though they want to look at bad shit or it, looks, like it a, does look back at you though. It does look it, back. Yeah, but you have to be willing to and look it's, ugly yeah. shit. To know it's the sun. Not a lot of people are. You've had to have gone through a lot of shit to look at it when it comes back at you. Well, people just like being uncomfortable. And, like, I'm the kind of person where I don't give a fuck what the truth is. I want the truth. I don't care how ugly it is. I don't care how hurt it's going to make me. I don't care. I need the truth. Well, that means you've seen a lot of stuff already. Oh, yeah. I feel that way. No, but you had to have seen a lot of things in your life. To be able to have that perspective. Because I know very few people that have that perspective that haven't seen a lot of shit in their life. Like I things that would break most people. I think like, fundamentally, it, I really understand the destruction of mm-hmm. deception with malintent. Okay? Like you can yeah. like deceive people for something good. Like, oh, you're going to throw them a surprise party and you want to surprise them. Like that's yeah. okay to but when you, but even that can sometimes hurt people because people don't understand what you're doing and they react a, a bad way. Okay, yeah. so you got to be very careful if you're playing with deception for the good. Okay, but deception for bad reasons is so destructive. It's so destructive. It kills people. It's how people die. It's um, it it turns good hearts cold and evil yeah. and dark and empty. And so I really just can't stand deception um or people pretending to be something they're not or people um you know just the yeah. exponential you, you, force it just destroys things and makes itself bigger and just eats everything in its path and like eats, well, it just a, grows or yeah. like or you know they say that they say that phrase like oh, oh never meet your idols because whatever it is that you worship and idolize them and you meet them and they're a real person you're, you can you're setting yourself for some easy fucking disappointment because oh, yeah. they're not going to be able to hold up to this image that you put them on in your head. Um, now, is that true for everything? No, absolutely not. Some people will blow your expectations out of the water and some people, you know, you might meet like your favorite rock star and next thing you know, he's beating the shit out of you and raping you. Okay. Cause I saw showgirls, <laughs> but um, I mean, it's like that where you like spent your whole life loving this person. Mm-hmm. You love them, love them. And then this horrific, truth spills out of them and onto you and you don't even know how to process it because it doesn't make sense You're like you were wonderful you sing these wonderful songs you made me feel so good I, how are you why are you killing me how could how could this be real so um it i really have i can't stand liars and i can't stand cowards and they tend to go hand in hand and mm-hmm. um that's why i'm on a crusade to destroy the media <laughs> the mainstream media media could be used Amen. for good things so um yeah there's a lot of shit going on in this world that people they can't even comprehend because they're so dulled they've been so uh their whole entire spirit's been or break their mind because everything they know was a lie they can't process the truth they didn't break their mind if they can just uh, if they could just accept that they've been lied to just accept it this is what they did. It's nefarious. It's evil. We watched a million Disney movies showing this. We've watched a million things. We've seen this go on a million different ways. Why can't you implement that idea into your own reality that this could potentially be what's happening? It blows my mind that they won't even, they want to just, oh, that's the movies. Things don't happen like that. Yes, they fucking do. They do happen like that. 
they they absolutely that's how police people think that they're there to serve the community and they're fucking digging holes in their backyard and killing people like stop thinking that this isn't how real life works a lot lot of uh, usa police stations and departments actually have freemason symbology just just by itself like they actually have the the um the compass i think and uh square how about itself what is a sheriff's badge Oh, you're talking it's about so the, the spiral triangles that are hidden in some of the sheriff's badges? This does die as well. A star, and half of them are a pentacle with a fucking circle around mm-hmm. it. It's... Yeah. Well... <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, there isn't, there isn't a much more commonly recognized magical symbol than a fucking pentacle or a pentagram. It's right. It's, if, you see, if you show a pentacle... People are going to immediately associate it with magic. Now, how they associate it, that mm-hmm. is, depends. Exactly. Depends. Some people see it as a seal of Solomon, which is a protect, uh, like protective seal. That, I like, thought the hexagram was a seal of Solomon. Devil worship. Some people think that Pan is the devil. And some people oh, see it as like, devil worship, too. It's the same image, uh, same I mean, symbol I'm, in a I'm different perspective. I've been a pentacle around my neck for God, I don't even know, know how fucking long. I've had this necklace forever and you know i've had to deal with so many fucking people in my life like some of them can't even tell if it's a star david or whatever and they're like oh do you worship the devil and i was like yeah i do totally and i feed babies to trees too (laughs) (laughs) you know like it's just people don't have it's be it's the warped shit it's what somebody else who is too fundamentally strict organized religion has instilled in them to think that all of these symbols are evil, um, which also suppresses you and makes you not tap into it because you're told it's evil. And then it's the evil people trying to show you that worshiping the devil could be fun. And you're like, you probably shouldn't do that either. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's be real here. If you're going to harness the dark forces, then you are going to have to answer to the dark forces. And yeah. chances are, you ain't fucking big enough to answer to the dark forces. So you probably should stop playing. But, you know, like, true magic is neither good nor bad. It's really the intent of the person. What are you it's trying all right. to exactly. What are you trying It's to in the hand of the beholder. Exactly. What are you trying to accomplish? What are your. And, and that's, where, that's, that's where I believe in the Second Amendment rights for magic users. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For sure, but yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I just think um, there's a lot of weird shit going on, and people want to say, "Oh, you're one of those crazy conspiracy theorists." Okay, motherfucker, do you even know where that term came up from? Because that was literally. I wasn't that pushed by the. I was about to say, wasn't that pushed by the CIA? The whole term for the people that questioned the JFK shooting, because if you yeah. question the narrative. You must be a crazy person looking for a conspiracy yeah. theory. So they that, labeled these... anybody that questioned the narrative a conspiracy theorist. And my oh my, didn't that make a fucking raging comeback last year during during COVID? Oh yeah. You can't right. say I, anything I, against the narrative. You can't question the science. And, and now you're not not only you're a de- like a conspiracy theorist. Now you're a domestic terrorist as well. And and a flat earther. Guess what? Well, it doesn't even matter. Now the Patriot Act applies. No due process. No anything. You could just be 
put away forever and nobody can do, do anything about it. Do you know what happened with the Patriot Act? Do you know what happened with the Patriot Act? Did they so enhance much. it again? The Patriot really? Act was set to it. Listen, the Patriot Act was set to expire. March mm-hmm. 2020 something. It was on, I can't remember the specific day. At the final fucking hour that literally we were going to wake up the next day and the Patriot Act was going to be dissolved. The final fucking hour, Nancy Pelosi went in there and rewrote an extension into our stimulus package and it got passed. Of course. And fucking, we are never getting out of it. We're never getting out of it until we fucking revolt and stand up against this shit. And it can't happen. Nobody's ever. It it can happen because the moment that happens, they, they, they call martial law and everything's the shit. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter because it, it won't happen. Because their campaign, their brainwashing campaign, it's too strong. It's way too strong. I'm pretty sure the, um, the, pretty sure the it, NSA was temporary. No, you're, you're absolutely right. There's too what many they, complacent people. You're so right. The There's biggest, too many complacent people. The biggest fear of the Dems is if we ever stood up and fucking united. So well, they well the people are well fed right now. So once like the... The food shortages finally hit. I think that's when they'll quit being complacent. Collectively across the globe or just America? Because there's a lot of fucking millions of people that are not well-fed at all. But let me tell you one thing. There is plenty of money. There is plenty of supplies. And there is plenty of food that there's not a single fucking being on this planet that should be suffering for food or shelter. Not a single one. There's plenty. They just won't give it to him. So. I mean, I'd, I'd like to say that all of this is all man-made in the end, whether it's like one person to another or an entire secret organization. So this is literally man-made horrors beyond our comprehension. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of these crises, are, I believe, are all man-made. It's not like it's a natural occurrence. Kidding? Are you talking about reality of itself? Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, for, for someone who doesn't know about the occult, it would be a new reality. But, um, like, literally, like, even we don't know the, the upper echelons of the occult, what they're planning or what they're actually thinking. We have all these books, right? But they still make the last decision on who goes where. It's true. I mean, but really, all of this, really, all of this, um, depends on people not believing in themselves not believing in spirit not believing in magic and i'm not talking about like some weird ass dark magic i'm talking about like magic in its truest purest form that you could not explain what's going on without using the term magic because you don't know how else to fucking explain it so like if i could close my eyes and be like right sitting right next to you right now like I close my eyes and be like, I want to be next to Klaus. Let, let's just be in the same room together. If I fucking appeared right next to you, you'd be all, "Oh, what the fuck? How did you get here?" I'd be like, "Hey, like, you want you want this tequila? It's just sitting over here. I'm not gonna drink it, though." You wouldn't be able to explain it other than magic. <laughs> but what if I was just like, "No, you could do this too. You just have to be open to the fact that it's a possibility. All you have to do is take it in as a possibility." Once you take it in as a possibility, then you can expand about how much of it is a reality. Um, you're, you're, um, you're, 
your phrasing reminded me of uh, the Matrix. And fun fact: the staircase in the Matrix has Freemasons throwing. Just yeah, I haven't FYI. watched it since like the '90s, and I know that there's it's a bunch aged of really well. The original really? one. I was actually thinking about it last night because I was thinking about that part where I and like I said, the it's I seen it. No, 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 not the pills. The part where they find out it's just like a bunch of bodies connected to tubes. Like, do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, going to be that's going right. to be the future of meta. You know, everybody's yeah, going to be plugged in. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Very much. Plug in, plug in and play. And, and in the It'll Animatrix, be- they darken the skies, and Bill Gates is talking about we should darken the skies because of man-made climate change. You have to watch includes. You have to for this just want to say spoiler that they never escaped the matrix but yeah because that's um, what the new one comes out the new one comes out and neo's still in the matrix he never left <laughs> i mean these are all weird messages to people i would have to like i i just don't i need to harness time that's what i need to do because i need to go back and rewatch some things because they put a lot of this shit in the movies believe it or not they really really do oh. and if you can watch it and you don't have to think that every single thing being said or shown in the movie is is absolutely so or absolutely a clue. But if you can figure out how to use your intuition, how to use your divine guidance and pick out which parts are, then you can fucking put that shit together. And individually, I can't do anything just by myself, I don't think. I mean, maybe I need to believe in myself more. I don't know. I can't. But collectively, we could. You know what I mean? Like pretty much the only thing I can do if I collect all these clues is I can look at it and go, yep, I see what they're doing and do my best to stay ahead. But if you could get more people open to it, then you could actually do something about it. And I think it's the easiest way to, to, sorry, the the easiest way to get people starting on that mentality is a topic that is no, but should be no bias at all. Um, so personally, I, I mentioned lists from the FBI on symbols, the veto symbols. So that means as soon as you show it to someone, they will almost forever remember it. Therefore, they can, in their own time, pick up these symbols in shows. And then one by one, they, they, they might start researching occult, whatnot, symbols. But they have to be in a place where they don't just like patronize you. And be like, oh, okay, Brandy, you're a little fucking crazy. I'm like, okay. Because then they just dismiss it and they go on with their humdrum, unenlightened life. But if you have to, if you could take the time to just a little bit of effort and show them. And you don't have to do it like my way where it's so fucking time consuming. If you could narrow it down and show them key things. Like, look what I'm saying. It's here. It's here. It's here. All it takes is that spark. And then they go, huh, she's right. Something isn't right. And then they start seeing it more on their own. Right? So I think it's like good with a lot of these things being leaked out in a way. Um, a lot of people want to dismiss it as, oh, okay, conspiracy theorist. And you know what mm-hmm. I say to this people? Make sure you uh, go not- get your, your booster because literally you're in the fucking way. You, yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not being open-minded. No, and as a matter of fact, even worse than that, they're trying to squash the spirits of the people that are trying to enlighten others. They're trying yeah. to slander them. They're trying to make other people look at them a certain way. You're a fucking heretic. 
that's what they're doing. It's the effective, it's the same thing as like the Salem witchcraft trials, the dark ages. You are one of the worst of the worst spirits if you're doing this. If you don't believe me or you're not sure, shut the fuck up and let somebody else listen. But do not block the fucking path. Get the fuck out of the way. Because if you get in my way and you piss me off and I feel like you are trying to derail my message, I will destroy you. Because my message is way more important than your bullshit. You're just a conspiracy theorist. Really, motherfucker? Like, literally, get the fuck out of my way if you want to survive. For real. Yeah. Because you're you're leading people away from the divine message. And that is the most dangerous shit anybody can do. I, mean, I find it really ironic, uh, part of that is, um, like the whole COVID, uh, like... So no, we don't want to get too much into COVID because, um, you know, that hurts That hurts on uh Oh, okay, YouTube. right. So yeah. basically, there's, um, let's just say there's medication they, they had previous before any of this hit, and uh, it works fine. But now they're coming out with a new pill from Pfizer, and they're saying that's, that works better, but it's not been tested at all. So uh, basically, people being literally... It's literally like, oh yeah, here's a new medicine. Yeah, yeah, the original medicine was too cheap. We we need to make it more expensive. Yeah, we lose money on that, so you need to buy the new medicine. With our label. Yeah, literally all it is. The only pill I want them to come out with is the limitless pill. That's what I want. Yeah, one would hope. I would hope. Uh, So I got some stuff about Walt Disney and Freemasonry. So, uh, oh, there's a lot of that. So, yes, not, so not many people are aware of the fact that the founder of Disneyland, Walt Disney, was a member of the cult group dedicated to Gnosis and alchemy known as the Ancient Mystical Order of the Rosicrucius, also known as the Rosicrucians. So he is said to have completed all the teachings of the order, and with the secret knowledge, Walt Disney created one of the most popular theme parks and film studios in the world, a business that was primarily based on the magic he learned from the teachings of the occult and many of the occult myths and dramas are played out in these Disney films, such as Alice in Wonderland, Cinderella, Sword in the Stone, and even modern masterpieces such as Brave, Frozen, and Maleficent. So a magical formula he used to captivate and influence people from all around the world is still used in this very day. So like the Rosicrucians, Freemasons are the secret keepers of Gnosticism and alchemy. And the Masons would primarily be the branch dedicated to the materiality in which the order abstracts those brethren who seek the network to move to the top ranks of society, while the Rosicrucians attract the spiritualistic type of peoples whose main goal are advancing their spirituality, and both working in hand in hand to further the goals of the secret elect of the elite who decide the fate of mankind. And then some people say that Disney was not a Freemason, but he was a ma- member of the Masonic Order of Demolay an international organization headed by the Freemasons for young men ages 12 to 21. And uh, Order of de Molay uh, derives its name from Jacques de Molay from uh, circa 1243 to 18 March 1314, the last Grandmaster of the Knights Templar. And with that said, Disney has trained as a boy and a man on the tenets of masonry and the Order of de Molay. So this means that he was traded youth and masonry, and they believe that uh, he was a secret 33-degree mason. And uh, facts are that many top-level masons who uh, live their whole lives in the public, you know, they conceal their memberships in the fraternity from prying eyes. And contrary to popular... They literally have Club 33 in Disneyland. 
So contrary to yep, popular uh, modern uh, conspiracy belief, Disney was not a Satanist. He was just a member of a secret brotherhood that uses a cult to reveal many secrets of the universe. That the profane actually reveal secret knowledge to them in the cartoons and cinema. So these with an eye that understand all these teachings while ignorant will scream mind control and Satanism. And they said that yeah, he was true to the modern Gnostic and magician who used the skills to create one of the most successful businesses in the history of the world. And it also said that uh, he was a descendant of English royalty. So he comes from a Norman bloodline, William the Conqueror. And this uh, royal connection may have played a part to his rise to the top of American business. And then the facts are that uh, over the course of history in the United States, that most top businessmen and politicians were secret Gnostics, Freemasons, Rosicrucians, and Magi. And these are the four pillars that govern our modern society, and you simply will not reach the pinnacle heights of business and society if you are not a member of the highest degrees in these secret societies. In fact, the founder of the U.S. branch of the first imperator of the ancient and mystical order of the Rosicrucius was from 1915 until 30, 1939. Henry Spencer Lewis was also known as a special friend of big business. <laughs> And there's like a video where it shows all the symbols. Like uh, it's like Donald Duck and the Land of Mathematics. Um, I can't show that clip because that'll probably get me a copyright strike on YouTube. There's also stuff like, and uh, I think it was Snow White, where there's a whole bunch of owl imagery in the House of the Dwarves. Hmm. I mean, Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. They're no, they're not Cinderella. They're known to like be talking to the animals and having like. That's one of the things that's supposed to be so special about them is that they can go into the forest and communicate with the animals. The animals gather around them. They're drawn to them. So really, whether or not they're... It doesn't even have to be a secret. Like, I mean, look at Winnie the Pooh. The wise old owl is the owl. <laughs> oh, I don't know what yeah. boys have to, like, call, like, Satanism, though. Like, I mean... Because they don't know cults. how to describe this shit. That's well, why. Gnostic cults, that's, that's, yeah, so, that's like their catch-all. They don't more... understand it, so it's Satan. Yeah, I know. But right. Gnosticism yeah. is a lot yeah. more benign than, like... Satanism is, or like, I, and some I, of this shit just comes across as pay, like exactly. some of it's different. Some across comes from oh, uh, pagan. Ballistic I think the word you're looking for is hermeticism. Is what? Uh, hermetics, hermeticism. I think that's how it's There's also um, what you call it, uh, spiritualism. There's also theolicism. There's yeah, um, hermetics. There's um, hermetics. Come from. Um, there's so many yeah. different aspects that just kind of like different like areas where this like skewed off into people like it's a hodgepodge of shit the issue is is. the kabbalistic shit's really where i would say because i don't really think not gnostics are inherently bad i don't really think like you even have but this is the thing you have pentecostic um kabbalicism in in christian christianity there's there's pentecostics that that practice kabbalah in Christianity, and it's like a whole different aspect well, that not. has nothing to do with the Jewish side of Kabbalism, and it's a Christian thing. Yeah, but that and just sounds like Christians LARP, like to not. It, it does. It, it sounds does. like Christian really LARPing does. rather than. No, like, I've really seen does. videos where they're like having yeah. seizures in the church and speaking in tongues. Yeah, crazy. It's shit. like, like, like uh, Jews for Jesus that live in like the middle of well, Appalachia. It's okay. like you're just like a fucking Zionist mongoloid. All right. To be honest. All right, quick question for everybody. How does everybody feel about exorcisms? Do you think it's real? Do you think it's BS? Do you think it's like something's happening? Um, from what I know in the Catholic you... Church is like you have to have the sacrament of confirmation to perform one, but then you need 
um, what's it called? Uh, you need a you authority to... from from the uh, your your uh, yeah within your diocese to perform the right. So if you try to call out a demon and he knows that you don't have permission, they'll just fucking laugh at you. Well, it, I, I there's uh, like my thoughts have like fucking roller coastered with this thing because I went through a long period of saying I don't really de- demons, demon. I don't even know if I believe in demons kind of thing, and then. You know, maybe I believed in it when I was little, and then I went through this long, like probably like twenty year stretch of nah. Well, I don't and believe in the Christian now, conceptualization of demons. Like, there's a different. Like... Well, I can tell you that I don't know. There is it. it there is something. Um, and yes, you have to. Like, I, I could be like, oh, oh, I think that person's possessed. Maybe I should try to get get the demon out of them. You, there's actually this huge criteria that you have to go through. Mm-hmm. So, like, if a con, if a family contacts the church and they say, "Hey, dude, we think that somebody in our family is possessed by a demon," before they can even do the exorcism, <laughs> they have to go through this checklist of questions, and then they also have to interview the proposed the possessed person, and they mm-hmm. ask them these series of questions, and really, it just it absolutely depends on how they respond. You know, the church um, got sued for it once already, so that's why they I mean they have to do that now. It's not like the well, church I mean technically the you church don't have has a choice. I I don't know. There there's just all these weird protocols, but it whatever it is, it's they ask these these specific questions because even if it doesn't happen at once and demons are very tricky, tricky tricky, um you're going to hit something. And when you hit that something they're going to respond this certain, like not necessarily the certain way that it has to fit in this category, but whatever this list of questions is, and I can't remember how many it is, it's quite a lot. At some point in time, you're going to nail this entity and it is going to respond in an inhumane way, for lack yeah, of a I've, better I've way. seen a video clip on YouTube. I don't know if I can find it, but this guy was speaking to someone that was possessed and they responded in a dead Greek dialect and the guy's like yeah there's no way they would have learned that on their own yeah i can fucking tell you that i know a little bit about this and i know somebody that does them and i absolutely with my whole heart trust that he's not bullshitting at all and Mm -hmm. he has an archdiocese or um i'm sorry an archbishop that he is in direct communication with so even when I've bared witness for whatever reasons that I won't go into that they were being contacted about whether or not this was a potential situation. We're getting asked certain questions, you know, and like, is this going on? Is that going on? Have you noticed this? Have you noticed that? Just to, so that they can just like anything, like if you're claiming somebody's possessed, but really what you find out is that they're just fucking in the bathroom doing PCP every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need to rule out the PCP use as a as a um, as a reason for the 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 behavior. It's like, sure, you can say that they're possessed all you want, and they might actually fucking seem possessed. But until you get that PCP out of their system, you're not going to really know if that's drug induced or if it's actually like. Parano- paranormally demonically induced you just want so you had to you got to get that shit out of the way what, what if the and drugs are the real they, demons man well they uh-huh. talk about spirits with with alcohol they call the spirits for a reason 
because you, you yeah. almost become possessed. You're, what it does is it brings your brain oh, frequency it's, it's, down to a level where you don't have the ability to keep your consciousness in your own, in your own head and other things come into it. It really happens. It's like people become different people when they get like inebriated in any form, whether it be from drugs, whether it be from alcohol, anything. Nobody says right? I'm going to go out and get plastered tonight so that I can make a bunch of good decisions. Exactly. They know they, <laughs> yes. they say, I'm going to go out and fuck up. And that yes. way, anything I can do, you I can blame that shit. shit being, like, it's yes. literally like, they're off. Because I'm gonna be fucking drunk and I'm gonna let the demons fucking out because I'm tired of whatever it is you're getting drunk for. Like maybe you're pissed off at your ex or maybe you just got cheated on and you're like, fuck that, dude. I'm going to the bar and I'm getting hammered and I'm gonna fuck whoever I want. It's nobody says, I'm gonna go get fucked up so that I can make really good and light decisions. There's there's a reason why we say, make good choices when people are going out, you know? Hey, make good choices. Uh, because it's just a, it's a crutch. It's a crutch. It's an excuse. It's a, I can let my inhibitions down. I can let my guard down. I can put myself in these different situations, especially if I'm, you know, fucked up. I'm more and there's susceptible. An excuse. You're like, well, I had too much to drink. Uh, and isn't that the uh, catch-all for just about? I did. I did too much creatine to drink all this milk. No, uh, I'm sorry. I was being a prick. I did a lot of coke that night. It's like a catch-up. Klaus, Klaus, were you listening the night when I explained all the stupid shit I've done? Like, at least some of the stupid shit I've done when I'm drunk. It's like, when you're drunk, you're just like, you do the most stupid things. It's like, you, what on earth? Was, what, and you even say the term. What, what possessed you? me to do I, something? Exactly. It's uh, like... What possessed exactly. me about 17 shots of Jack? What's up? Yes. <laughs> and they called Spears for a reason. <laughs> yeah, because you literally, literally you're fucking You open yourself the- up. Yes. You open yourself up to to spirit. You like your your magnetic field gets weak and the whole thing that keeps your whole consciousness in gets weak and everything could come in just as you could go out and it's, it's not oh, a safe thing. It, you know, people do this on purpose no. and I and you know I've done it myself. They, you do this I on do purpose it. so that you can yes. shut the shut the Jiminy Cricket on your shoulder up. Shut you're, up. Yeah. You're eight from Evangelion weekends from the Self medicating, of course. You know, we do what we do. Yeah, yeah. it's you need to shut up your your what is your conscious? The, the how many years of everything, the the how many years of con- like everything in our head. It gets piled up because we right. never really deal with it all the time. Maybe once in a while we'll sit down and we'll like get square with whatever it is that's going on in our head. But 90% of the time we just kind of let it like get piled up. And at some point it's, you know, and I think that is, that itself is what causes us to age. That whole scenario of us not dealing with it does it does a lot of things but really it all fundamentally boils down to being disconnected from your own spirit spirit like yes yourself like this is me my stupid shit this is me my good shit like all of it like going okay right there's just there's a lot of shit that people don't people 
are not very interested or they're very oblivious and happily so, dude. And sometimes I envy them, to be honest. I would like some of the bliss of the ignorant. But um, the they just don't, they don't know where phrases come from. They Like, remember even in the intro when I'm saying, do you know why it's called flying off the handle? Do you know why it's called sure. get a grip? Do you know why it's called this? Literally, those all have reasons. They all have reasons. You know what I mean? Flying on a broomstick. Get a great, like all that shit. There's a reason why that that phrase has been used for so fucking long. But do you know how it started? And then you're just like, when you teach people this shit, they're like, oh my God. And then they're like, no, oh, no, no, I can't be like that. You want to fucking bet? You want to bet? Like, yes, it was like that. It was like that. Yeah. They were putting these herbal hallucinogenic magic fucking potions on broomsticks and fucking them <laughs> in rituals. And pretty much it would be like equivalent of instead of dropping acid, now we're taking shrooms. They're inserting the shit into their, you know, certain body parts are going to absorb things a lot quicker than others. Like if it has to go down your your stomach, your stomach acids are going to dilute a lot of things. But like certain membranes that we have in our body are very absorptive. Yeah, this (laughs) is what led to butt chugging. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I was just about to say that the tampons, the tampons of vodka. Come on, everybody. Everybody uh, in high school. I've never heard of that one. I've never heard of that one. Is this a Jersey thing? You still, oh, it had to have been. It had to have been New no, York well, Jersey thing. Because, and this is like, in, this is like mid-90s. This had to be mid-90s. I was in high school. So it was like 94 to 98, like mid-90s. I'll tell you, no one out here was doing that. No one and, out and here. Literally, vodka. You take tampon, dip it in vodka, soak it up. And... I never did it. I didn't know anybody I knew did it, but people I've talked about it, and it was like a thing. Like at the time, like it wow. maybe it was on on I the news or something. Even more and, than I already I, did. No, but this is the thing. I guarantee you, it was something on the fucking news, oh, I and it was every a- single person saw it on the news. And then they and wanted it never to try. Really existed. It never existed, huh. and on and the fucking news, they're like, "Hey, all the kids are doing this stupid thing," uh, and the parents talk to their kids and say, "Hey, you better not do this," and all the kids say, "Do what?" And they find out about it, and they do it. For lack of a better way to put it, that's that what kids do. Demons implanting the suggestion into people because they never exactly. heard about it. Exactly. You know what? I came to be about when I when it's I the same thing we're talking about before the illumination. All you got to do is just put a little seed, plant a little yes. fucking seed, and boom. Yes, the power of suggestion. Exactly. And that's and that's also a manifestation. So one, thing that, one thing that came to be like after huh. my. My kind of party years that I thought was a fucking trip. But again, with this getting fucked up, as I guess people were doing like with like syringes or something, they were injecting shots of alcohol. It's like the same concept. They Dude. were injecting wow. shots of alcohol, especially girls, into their ass. Why? Because Whoa. you could get super fucking drunk really fast. Oh, no, they're boofing. Came home oh, no, not came the boofing. No, the booty juice. No, when you no. Came home, breath didn't smell like alcohol. That's you crazy. Did. So they would get by their parents because you know what's the typical yeah, thing. You don't have like, any of breath. breath. You see your eyes. So there, it's like it would be like the same thing. Is this why Brazilians are in this fart smelling? You know, they're, they're they're trying to check if someone's got the alcohol in their ass. I knew. I never heard of that. Oh yeah, there's like there's like a big thing like on the internet. They're talking about Brazilian fart porn. It's like that's just because Brazilians yeah. are subhuman. 
Yeah. I don't know what's going on. But there, yeah, yeah. this came like the fucking, it must have been like the early 2000s or some shit. They, they're like, oh, oh, yeah, this is like a thing. People are like doing shots of alcohol in their ass. And I'm all, what the? Oh, fuck? yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah, it started with that. And then they started doing cough syrup. <laughs> oh, that was the DMT. Yeah, yeah. The, if you, if you do just the right amount of cough syrup. Yeah, yeah. There, there the were butt chugging cough syrup because the alcohol butt chugging yep. wasn't enough. Well, it's a Robitussin DM. If you do enough Robitussin DM and drink enough, it's like you took peyote or something like that. Yeah, they call it robo-tripping. Yeah. called it robos. I called them retarded. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. If you want to do peyote, go do peyote. Don't don't go into Robitussin. Are you kidding me? I got so pissed because my boyfriend at the time and him and his friends were like, oh, we're all going to do robos. And then... You know, I had a baby, like, young, so I, they fucking took my kid's cough medicine, and it was, like, children's Robitussin, and they drank the whole bottle, and I got fucking pissed and knocked them all out. I was all, you motherfuckers drink my goddamn kid's medicine? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And somehow, they're fucking doing robos! She had no idea what I was talking about, and then I took off and went to a hotel and got drunk. <laughs> there you go. So I think we're winding down to the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it ends with Robo Trip, and that's the episode. Toes are strike for like suggesting the kids do something, but no, that's hey, that's kids, not. Hey kids, do you like violence? No, don't do that. Hey kids, I think there's I think there's a disclaimer like uh, this isn't for children, like on YouTube. So oh, I'm pretty, you I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Child. It's late sure children right. don't have the attention um, span for this anyway. Dead by now. Well, it depends on your time zone. I don't think they're going to go after Very us. Very true. Very true. Robitussin when they got fucking these stupid, dumb fucking mumble rappers talking about dessert up and down. Like, literally, the cat's out of that bag. That's not us. That's not us. Can't be honest for that. <laughs> so, uh, Chaplain Tom, uh, do you have, like, social media where you want people to follow you? Uh, Not really. I I just, like, Twitch stream some games sometimes. But, like... All right. Already, no. DJ Coffinsteins, uh, do you have anything like on social media or like a podcast that you're on that you'd like people well, to follow? Or there's one I'm on. It's Winning TV. It's Phil. Go over to D Live. Go over to Odyssey. You can see me on Odyssey. I, I, the show that I do with Phil, I put it on my Odyssey channel. So um, that's all I got to say really about that. And check out Roots. Doing, like he hosts exactly, us too. Exactly, Roots. I, I exactly. That's where that's where you and I uh, got this whole thing happening because right, uh, I was there at like what five in the morning. Yeah, like, I think hey. we were talking till five or six a.m. And then I was like, I got exactly. <laughs> His neighbors are shooting each other. He's in I'm your hotel, you, man. Oh yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, in were, the intro. I pull his dog away from the fence because like uh, the kids were shooting <laughs> each other before school started, and then. I think the last like gunfight, like we could see actually see like a, a reflection of the muzzle flash you know, and flashes, and we were like, shit. "Holy shit, man!" It was so wild. And, so, and, uh, and Klaus, I, I didn't realize how much I talked about about myself because you know a lot about me in the intro. And I was like, yeah. "How much did I say that morning? What did I talk about?" <laughs> you, you gave me enough information to make a good intro. Holy shit! And, I, and when you start, well, when I heard that, that was intro, a good I was intro. Like, I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't give I didn't give Klaus shit like about the because you said, "Oh, we put the Robo thing in, and read a little thing." I'm like, "Okay," and I forgot completely about it. And then I heard the intro. I was like, "Oh wow!" 
<laughs> yeah, you're right there. Wow. Holy shit. You nailed it. <laughs> so bravo, sir. Thank you for having me. And and uh, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, ha- we'll be sure to have you on another time. Uh, we enjoyed having yeah, you let on me the know. show. Yeah, it's good so, content. Sorry I was quiet in the beginning. I wanted to catch the feel of the room, you know. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. eventually we'll we'll get uh, back into the room. Again, so. And uh, it ended really nice. So thanks, Van. When's our uh, episode gonna hit on the audio format? Uh, it should be out sometime this week. Uh, we talked about Kyle Rittenhouse and how brazen the trial was. Don't get my... brazen with me. My uh, tiny co-host got really drunk. Like I'm super tiny. And uh, she had a little sippy cup. <laughs> I got a sippy cup, tiny little cat cup. Oh my god, dude! That, that was a, that was a fun. Uh, um, you know, Gabby said some things that uh, I'm sure she's gonna regret. Do not clip that. That's terrible. Right? Yeah, she'll regret and, that. Uh, you know, she was talking about some things that I don't think she really knew anything about. One of those Boogala boys. Yeah, she talked a lot about socialism, and I was like, man, we know some Russian people that could tell her what it was like in the Soviet Union, and maybe they could convince yeah. another one. And uh, Carlos had called in to, you know, give us some worldly advice. Uh, people generally fall into their stereotypes, and stereotypes are there because they're usually right. You know. I invited him onto this <laughs> show, but he said he wouldn't know what to talk about. I don't know shit about white supremacy, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, Klaus, you, re- you really need to watch what you say on my show. Go hard on Kyle. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> all right, that's Jesus all I got. Christ. Man always right. finds a way to nail us. <laughs>